Well, hi there, everybody. Sorry to interrupt your other podcasts that you're listening to, but a little uh, fun announcement to make here. Casey, in summertime, we'd like to get up to some antics. And those antics would involve getting a bunch of nerds together and doing what nerds do best, yelling at each other. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. So we are going to do Nerd Debate live this year. <gasps> Nerd Debate 5 live. There we in go. Person. Boom. That yes. is the subtitle. We just came up with it. We will be doing this at the amazing Bullfinch Brew Pub here in Syracuse, New York. So find all the information that you need at our social media or at nightshiftradio.com. We've drank Bullfinch's beer before. Dave, the brewmaster at Bullfinch, makes amazing beers. Check out the amazing stuff that's happening in Bullfinch. You can go to bullfinchbrewpub.com. Come join us on Saturday, July the 29th at 730 and be sure to be ready to listen to a bunch of nerds argue with each other. <laughs> All right, we're going to leave your podcast now. Goodbye. <laughs>Yes, from wherever I am, I can. I just need web access, which I'll have at the hotel. And I'll have my computer with me. Web? Web access. access? Yeah, access to like the web. spiders? No. <laughs> yes. All right. Zing! Okay. I'm punching. Hey, so there we go. Get ready for it. All right. Oh, hello. Hello. And welcome to the Super Pod Hero Cast. Guys with beers talking about movies with capes. Episode 37. I'm Casey Ryan. And I'm Todd Panic. And, and we, we watched Batman. Batman 1989. We kind of figured that one out on the fly. I was like, we oh, are going to say anything? We're, no, it's 1989. That's so, what everyone refers to it as. Got it. As okay. Batman. Th- this movie holds a special place in my heart. It came out the weekend I graduated from high school. Oh. Should I, we talk about how old I was with this kid? Sure. I was eight. Eight. Yay. <laughs> Oh, Batman. Mm-hmm. He's my uh, favorite of the Super Friends. All I knew up to this point was... The um, TV show? The, yeah, the yeah. Adam West. So I was like, oh, what happened? <laughs> right. this is not, Why is he so mommy? angry all He's the time? So Why is he so angry? <laughs> I saw this opening night with my parents. Oh, yeah. I definitely like, saw no, it that weekend. I don't we're know if going, I saw it open We're going to see this movie. That's like, hilarious. It's Batman. It's the goddamn Batman. It's the goddamn Batman. All right, well, listen, we've got something that's sitting here calling our attention. Let's move right into the next segment of this podcast. uh, So, uh, Bob, what are we drinking? Thanks, Bob. So, Casey, you just got back from Ohio hours ago. Oh, God. Uh, Six-ish hours ago? Yeah. But while you were there, you found time to visit a local brewery. I did. Where'd you go? I went to Clubhouse Brewing Company in Warren, Ohio. Shout out to my brother. He texted me and said, hey, where are you staying in Ohio? And I said, oh, Warren. And within five minutes, he sent me this place because my brother is the beer whisperer, I guess. I think that's correct. Man, I was like, <laughs> how do you do this? And I Google mapped it. It was 13 minutes door to door. I'm like, you have to go. I have to go. Right. I love their tagline. Yeah, go right ahead. Great. Please, I'll let the veteran of yeah. the group go ahead and do it. <laughs> Great beer for vets by vets. Mm-hmm. The little blurb about them that I loved. Clubhouse Brewing Company is a disabled veteran-owned microbrewery in Northeast Ohio. It is not only our goal to make great beer out of the finest possible ingredients, but to change the narrative about alcohol's effect on the veteran community. To do this, the brewery is dedicated to employing veterans, donating to veteran charities, and holding both brewing and small business workshops to help local veterans realize their dreams of one day being a small business owner. 
You got to like that. And got it. we just sampled a beer that we are shelving the audio for. Uh-huh. Casey, what, what, let's give it a I mean, we'll talk about it because yeah. it was delicious. What was that beer? Uh, it was called Valhalla's Finest. And what movie are we going to save that f- We're going to save that for uh, The Amazing Spider-Man. No, <laughs> that's right. that's no right. we're going to yeah. save that for Thor. Yeah, so when uh, Thor shows up. Because he is Valhalla's Finest, wait, which would be the next. That could be, that could be our next episode. We could oh, totally pull an MCU tonight. Which would be Thor. It would be. Oh, that's funny. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> I'm so Thor from talking about oh. MC. The Valhalla's Finest is a Russian Imperial Stout. Uh, we it sampled a no very joke. small amount because it was 14% ABV. Yeah. And it's it's got a smooth start and then it kicks you in the nuts. Yeah, it's got a nice little bourbon uh, aftertaste yeah, there. Yeah, it yeah, is, yeah. Um, I talked with the owner, Zach. He yep. was a captain in the uh, first armor division. Very uh, cool. So, yeah, and he's got a great wall for challenge coins. I immediately thought of Chuck. Nice. Like, oh, Chuck needs to come here. Yeah, yeah. Um, he also has a place where um, people can put their patches yeah, yeah. from their units. Oh, that's cool. It's very, very oh, And you can put cool. a pin in uh, in different maps of where you served sure, sure. or where wow. you were stationed. That's awesome. Listen, it's only five hours from here. <laughs> we, we, could, could totally, we could totally take a day trip. My brother Chris is in Cleveland. You know, we're, Cleveland is, is... Cleveland's on the 90. It's, Cleveland's about five hours. It's got to be just outside of Cleveland, I'm thinking. If only there was a device. Yeah. Uh, it is a mere hour and eight minutes right. from we'll Cleveland. Have to tell that to Chris. All right. Yeah, Chris, we're coming. That's right. <laughs> All right. Bring your uh, patches. <laughs> that's right. All right. So that was Valhalla's finest. We've tasted the beer. It was delicious. Yes. It's a nitro stout, so it won't hold. So we drank. We drank, drank some it, of it. And we will uh, resurrect make... the audio for Thor. Yes. But and... we have a different beer tonight. Yes, we do. So we are, again, reviewing a Batman film. We're really, uh, yeah, yeah. And uh, one of the beers on tap that they have there is called Black Knight. <laughs> it's, an ar- it's a military reference. Yep. Can you explain that? What a black knight is? Uh, in the I'm, military. Oh, oh, that one. I, I'm guessing is it a? It's some. It's probably. There's probably a unit that identifies the black knights. Or something. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. That's fair. Yeah. I don't know. You could have said that with more confidence, and I would have gone. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I TSPHC Army. If there's a veteran out there, or or enthusiast who knows if what that specific link is to. Uh, the military, give us a heads up. Let us know. So this is an American stout that we are sampling tonight. This delicious stout combines the maltiness of a stout with the richness of chocolate and finishes with notes of cherry. It's got an interesting bouquet. All right. <laughs> yes. All right. So here we God damn it. Damn it. Here we go. Oh, that was a good one. Well, I'll start off in saying after drinking uh, Valhalla's Finest, this is very, very smooth. Yes. Not saying that Valhalla's finest was no, but that's bad, a, but it that's was a, heavy. I'm not going anywhere. Beer. This, <laughs> this is yeah. I mean, this is on that road. Eight percent alcohol, but still uh, very smooth. Very very smooth. Uh, so once again, wow, Clubhouse Brewing Company, Warren, Ohio. Were they I, all stouts? You got the, what you were showing me was a lot of dark beers. There was he does a lot. Of, he likes he likes doing his stouts. Yeah, yeah. Um, Zach. I tried to convince him. He may. In the future, uh, do some bottling of some of these. And, of course, <laughs> I threw out the love to branching out. Excellent. Yeah, so that would be great. I, I don't think five hours is too far for Chris and Joel to drive. I, no, I love that, how I'm making yeah, that plan totally that. fine, yeah. <laughs> I'll totally do that. Hey, guys, have fun on that trip. Yeah. yeah. In case you just sent you there. Okay. 
Well, that was a lovely little uh, bonus for your your work trip to Ohio there. Sure was. Thanks again, Colin, for uh, finding a brewery. (laughs) All right. So um, our next step would normally be reshoots and reactions. We've been on a little bit of a madcap pace the last week. This is our third episode in... in, in seven than, days, less than a week. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Friday to Thursday, three episodes. Fucking do this. Yes, we're totally doing this. So uh, we don't have any reshoots or reactions because no. nothing's dropped since we recorded the last two times. <laughs> In like an episode or two, it's just going to be like a bombardment. Oh, it's going to be horrible. Well, yeah. with this one, we're going to have a lot of uh, almost casts. I messaged you mm-hmm. earlier today, like fair warning, fair almost cast going to take a while. Rotten Tomato score now, obviously eighty nine. Rotten Tomatoes doesn't exist, but they do go back. Um, I looked at how many reviews they were pulling from. They pulled 70 critical reviews. Of this movie? Of this movie okay, to determine a, the tomato. That's a good sample size. That's good, yeah. Did we say, I'm trying to remember if we said it last time when we recorded. Do you remember what that Rotten Tomatoes was? No, I don't remember. 71%. Okay. I think, nah, let's say, we'll save it. Really okay. Character background. So let's hey, not talk about Batman. He's Batman. <laughs> he's the goddamn he's Batman. He's the goddamn Batman. Little note I'll put here in the taking out the muggers scene yeah. when he's got the, the one guy beginning. and the yeah, guy yeah. says, what are you? Yeah. The line in the script was, I am the knight. Really? And he decided that it should be, I'm Batman. Batman. Which it, I am the knight now makes sense knowing one of the most famous episodes of Batman the Animated Series is, forgot the name of it, but. Hey guys, it's Casey. The name of the episode is Nothing to Fear. Carry on. Batman gets, like, injected by Scarecrow's fear toxin. Injected instead of inhaled? Excuse me, inhaled. Oh, okay, yes, okay. yeah. Inhales, uh, and he sees, like, a giant version of Thomas Wayne, who then becomes a skeleton. Oh, Jesus. Really crazy, well, but, but the sorry, end. Sorry, kids. <laughs> yeah. Kids, be careful Hey, remember when show. Optimus Prime and all the Transformers died? Do not grieve. Soon... I shall be one with the Matrix. Here's another episode to make you feel good. They had to go back on that. Right, I know. (laughs) Because the parents wrote and goes, you fixed my crying child. That's right. Um, But so at the end of him realizing that he could overcome his fear, he says, I am vengeance. I am the knight. I am Batman. So it was like, Oh, that's where I Am the Night comes from. Because they started recording these things shortly after Batman Returns came out. Yeah, you know, it's interesting. I think this movie has influenced the modern superhero movie. Flat out, you don't get anything we have today without this movie. And Sylvester Stallone says it. this movie ruined the muscle-bound uh, mm. Sylvester Stallone, sure, Arnold Schwarzenegger type action, action movies. Sure. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. And I'll, I've, I've said it before. I like Michael Keaton as Bruce Wayne. We'll discuss. When we'll we discuss get into it. it. That's fine. Production notes. Let's go through some of the obvious ones. Yeah. So the opening scene, you hear Danny Elfman's music. Is there and, a more iconic theme to a superhero n- than this theme? No, there is not. You I mean, hear like four notes. Uh, you're like, oh, Batman's coming. The, uh, you know what? The only one I would put on par would be the John Williams Superman theme. Yeah, but I mean, you know what the problem with the John Williams one? Some people hear it and they go, oh, is that Star Wars? Oh, is that because John Williams sure, it always sounds plays like John in the Williams. same yeah. thirds and fifths? But Danny Elfman does the same thing. Sure. Like you hear music, you're like, oh, is that It's Danny, Danny Elfman, yeah. Right. But is, you hear, is that, bum, 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 yeah. bum. You go, oh, Batman's That's coming right. and he's going to and kill he's us in, all. Somebody's in trouble. <laughs> uh, so Danny Elfman, who I only recently realized 
He is the he is the lead, lead singer of Oingo Boingo, and that was the band in Rodney Dangerfield's Back to School. Mm-hmm. It's a dead man's party. He's Who also the for more. Everybody's coming. Leave your party at the door. Oh, leave your body. Okay, and that's, that's right. all. I'm stay good. That's it. Of course it is. <laughs> of course, because I'm editing. Are you this. editing this one? Oh yeah. Okay. Oh, um, it's a Batman. That's fair. Yeah. Uh, do you know that he's also the singing voice of Jack Skellington? Oh, I did not know that. I knew he did the music. I know he's so obviously mm-hmm. he's worked with Tim Burton, the director, oh, a lot. <laughs> yeah, once or twice. Mm. Um, interesting. But, you know, it's interesting. So clearly, he made the transition from '80s band mm-hmm. right to music scoring and composing. It's interesting. This is really early in his career. Very similar story to the director Tim Burton, mm-hmm. who at this point in his career had only directed Pee Wee's Big Adventure in 1985, mm-hmm. then Beetlejuice in '88. And then Batman 89. Prior to that, he directed a couple of episodes of some, a TV show, uh, Alfred Hitchcock Presents, and another one. A lot of shorts, but that was it. I mean, talking Frank about... Frank and Weenie. Right, That's the short his... of Frank and Weenie, mm-hmm. and then probably seven or eight other ones. Written by a couple of guys, Sam Hamm. He also wrote Batman Returns, so he mm-hmm. comes back to the second one. He also wrote an unused draft of Watchmen, the mm. Watchmen adaptation. That right. was interesting. Um, Warren Skarin, uh, who also co-wrote Beetlejuice. Ah, that explains some of the jokes in this movie. Sure, sure, sure. Early versions of the script were inspired by... So are you familiar? There's a run of Batman. Batman's Strange Apparitions from the late 70s. Mm, That's going to be like uh, Neil Adams, Danny O'Neill? Yeah, I think so, yeah. that run? Okay. Yeah, so the little blurb from Amazon uh, says, One of the true and unanticipated highlights on a dull and tepid comic book scene in the late 1970s the Steve Eng- oh different guys the Steve Englehart Marshall Rogers Terry Austin run oh. in Detective Comics is one of the most memorable eras of the Dark Knight's adventures and the commentary I saw on it was what this is where we really got this deep complex three dimensional character of Batman oh. is this era I think that's where they introduced uh, Ducard and all that was this around this time there was a whole bunch that it referenced Mm -hmm. Um, this movie obviously inspires Batman the animated series again I would say that it gives us the modern superhero movie everything everything post Superman we don't have without this movie in that vein timing is very interesting 1989 Mm -hmm. the at this point in the superhero genre it's a it's a Dark, shitty place, right? We have a high watermark of Superman, 78, <laughs> right? Uh, within a few years, by 1984, we've had Supergirl, right? Where Things are turning. Boo. 1986, we get Howard the motherfucking duck. <laughs> we can pull that tonight, too. Oh, fuck that. 1987, two years before this movie, we have Superman 4, The Quest for Peace, which I think arguably is like the nail in the coffin of the superhero movie. One could argue that Chris Reeve did it completely on purpose. He wrote that script. Did he really? Yeah, so he's like, fuck this. I don't want to play Superman anymore. Is that the same as the William Shatner? Oh, no. William Shatner did that because he's an egomaniac. (laughs) Kirk versus God. Kirk wins. That one, yeah. What does God need with a starship? Bring the ship closer. I said, what does God need with a starship? 1989, when this movie comes out, and I think the reason why, for me... This scores way higher than 71% is all of a sudden, first of all, it was a blockbuster. Mm -hmm. Had a $35 million budget. Which which is is pennies. Sure. Now, that's also 30 years ago. But But still. Still, $35 million. uh, Box office of $411 million. So mild success. At the time of its release, it's the fifth highest grossing film in history. Mm -hmm. And 
And this gets everybody to rethink the genre, right? Like all of a sudden now, like we had Jack Nicholson who got top billing, of course. And and a cut of cut oh, of the Do you know how much he made off this? Oh movie? no, how much? Sixty million dollars. No shit. That's the, the most payout for a single actor in any movie. Ever because he got back at sure sure he and did it for pennies but he's like yeah I, I, just give me saw, a couple points oh they're gonna do toys and he got all the the only thing I think is that they weren't allowed to use his likeness with the toys oh interesting and if you look at the Joker toy from they're the generic uh, toy biz Batman line yeah, it's not Jack Nicholson yeah. at all interesting you know the the fact that early versions of the script mm-hmm. were much more in the campy vein like the, sure. the 60s TV show. Mm-hmm. Um, at this point, when the when the film finally gets made, I'm sure. So you've got a laundry list of almost cast. <laughs> yeah. Probably just as long is the list of people who took a crack at a script for it, right? Like that goes back all the way. I saw the first ones early '80s. People mm-hmm. were starting to talk and, about it and uh, directors. Oh, sure, sure. We had one, two, three or four directors before they landed oh, with Burton, sure. like to the point where they were casting it and figuring we, it out. Yeah, and we'll figure it out. Um, but at this point in the pop culture the killing joke in the dark knight returns two more you know seminal batman stories have come out and again influence one one that will be is also in the helmet killing joke oh sure sure yeah yeah yeah. um so you know what this film represents to me this film will always have a special place in my heart because this gave us we don't get an avengers endgame without this batman Oh boy, you're you're right. I mean, Avengers Endgame looks like it's on the same level of darkness that this is. Yes. Oh boy, everyone's going to die. <laughs> half of them already did. <laughs> the other half's going. Oh shit. Okay. All right. So, what do you got? You got a bunch of stuff here. I got some almost cast. I'll start small, go big. <laughs> so first, Harvey Dent, played by the wonderful Billy D. Williams. I don't claim you can have a better time with Colt Forty Five than without it. Why take chances? We had Don Johnson. Oh my God! Dale Midkiff. Nope. Nope. Sorry. And Ray Liotta. When was Goodfellas? He did Goodfellas instead of doing this. Oh well, good call. I mean, (laughs) he says it's a huge mistake. He wished he'd done this movie. Okay, but he did Goodfellas. I mean, (laughs) I know. You mean the best Martin Scorsese movie of all time? Yeah. Well, listen, that's yeah. shots fired easy. Well, that would like it's some. You've seen a little film called Raging Bull. All right, sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. This I'm is not, not really a Scorsese. In, I'm, I'm not really into bullfighting. Okay, for Knox. Yes. Steve Martin. Sure. Sure. And uh, Daniel Stern. Oh, God. The Wet Bandit. The Wet Bandit. He could have done that. Sure. On, I got I got a sneak peek at this just the size of the list of Batman. Characters. Yeah. Yeah. So in a early draft of this, Robin was supposed to show up. Yep. And then again he was supposed to show up in Batman Returns. The costume that Robin wore for almost twenty years, the red yeah. with the green, Tim Burton personally designed that. No kidding. That's his design. I used to have the toy that went along with it. Damon Wayans was supposed to play it in Batman Returns. Right, right. Was, no, in this, it was Eddie Murphy. Yes, they I saw about, that one I saw. Yes. Eddie Murphy, Michael J. Fox, and Kiefer Sutherland. Wow. Interesting. Of those three, I would take Michael J. Fox. He would have... Listen, so we're saying this, because yeah. it wouldn't make sense, but again, Michael Keaton was... There was 
mm-hmm. there was resistance to that casting because he was a comedic actor, right? I mean, he just came off of Beetlejuice. <laughs> well, the prior no, people. Year. The thing that people were pissed about the most that wrote the letters in, yeah, was Mr. Mom. Re- because a, he was well, first of all, how dare you? Because that's a great fucking movie. Sure, but you don't. You can't. But I mean, you look at Chris Evans up until. Oh, Captain listen, America. I was I was not thrilled. I mean, I remembered Fantastic Four. I was like, no, mm-hmm. come on, that but, guy. But oh, I mean, it's him. He's fucking he's Steve actual Rogers. Steve Rogers. <laughs> yes, yeah. for uh, Carl Grissom. Yes, uh, the crime the lord. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that guy. Uh, Martin Landau. Oh, interesting. Albert Finney mm. and Sir Christopher Lee. Wow, give me that movie. That's and bon- remember, that is bonkers. you are my number one yeah. guy. That's right. Oh my god, that would have been great. Uh, ready? Yes. <clears throat> this is where the lists get long. All right. For Vicky Vale, <clears throat> Rosanna Arquette, huh. Jamie Lee Curtis, Kate Capshaw, no, Glenn Close, Joan Cusack, no, Gina Davis, Carrie Fisher, Jodie Foster, Melanie Griffith, Linda Hamilton, Daryl Hannah. Goldie Hawn, Holly Hunter, Elizabeth Chu, Angelica Houston, Amy Irving, Diane Keaton, Diane Lane. Yes, please. <laughs> uh, Jessica Lange, Julia Weiss Dreyfus. Wow. Madonna. Madonna. Come on. Virginia Madsen, Catherine O'Hara, Sarah Jessica Parker, Michelle Pfeiffer, Molly Ringwald, Brooke Shields, Meg Ryan, Susan Sarandon, Jane Seymour, oh <laughs> Sissy Spacek, Sharon Stone, Jennifer Jason Lee, Meryl. Streep, so, Leah Thompson, Kathleen Turner, and Sigourney Weaver were all considered. Boy, that is a wide range of characterizations for that role. Sure. I mean, there's... Okay. All right. Okay. All right. Let's That's, just... Yeah, it, let uh, me see every woman in Hollywood. Do, do they have a vagina? Bring them in. <laughs> That's pretty much what... Well, John Peters was a producer on this film, so... Mm. That, yeah, that story that Kevin Smith tells is... Ugh. Wow, that's crazy. All you right. know, so spider's the most dangerous predator in the animal kingdom. What about a Thanagarian snare beast? Yeah, sure. Okay. For the Joker. Hang on, I want to look at this because I want to save him for last. Uh, okay. Christopher Lloyd. Okay. John Malkovich. Yep. Ray Liotta. <laughs> so they were just like, Ray, just come be in our movie. What do you want Any, to do? Anything. That's come right. on. Uh, Alan Rickman. Oh, wow. Oh, have you ever danced with the devil in the pale moonlight? <laughs> that's pretty good. That one's pretty good. De Niro. Oh, wow. Robert Englund. Hmm. I mean... Yeah, I mean, like... You know why he's on this list? You're a horror movie. Yeah, yeah he's on this list because of Freddy. Freddy. Oh, That's yeah, the absolutely. only reason he's on this absolutely. list. Absolutely. I'm not saying anything bad about him. It's just... Well, V, the TV series, had been out a few years prior. I mean, Oh, like, that's right. He, you know what I mean? He, he was, was in that, yeah, that too, was, yeah. yeah, yeah. Brad Dourif, who, again, is only on here because of Chucky. Okay. Because it was Chucky. Oh, God. Oh, Brad Dourif, I know from Dune. And you know him from um, what a, Cocksucker, uh, the Deadwood. Deadwood. <laughs> Swingin. Cocksucker. He's the, he's Doc. He's, yes. He's so good. Uh, John Lithgow, Donald Sutherland. How cool would that have been? Mm-hmm. If it had Keith Kiefer. And, yeah. Uh, James Woods. Hard pass. <laughs> yeah. Jeff Goldblum. 80s. Have you ever uh, danced with the devil? devil in the, the, uh, uh, the Pamela Knight. Uh, I, I don't know. Uh, that's not. I don't know what that was. That's there. It is. That's apparently my gold boom. <laughs> Inspired uh, by life finds a way, but that did not sound. Life, yeah. uh, finds a way. Finds right. a way. And uh, these last four, I would have been fine with any of them. David Bowie. 
Oh, wow. <laughs> wow, that would have been bonkers. Would then Bowie have been like, yeah, I'll do the movie, but uh, I get to do the soundtrack now. Oh, what would that have been? Oh, that's interesting. Because they, yeah, I don't sure. think they got along, Bowie and Prince. Oh, I, have, I, I know Bowie know. and Mercury didn't like each other. Really? Under pressure, they never were in the same <gasps> room recording. Come on. Oh, that's hard. Oh, I'm disappointed at that. Okay. Tim Curry, <laughs> who was originally the voice of the Joker on the animated series, but was deemed right. too scary. John Lithgow, uh, when Joe Dante was going to direct the movie, oh, okay. it was Lithgow. Interesting. And I think when um, Spielberg was going to direct it, it was uh, De Niro. And I guess if you can get him. Here's, so I've always been like, guys, stop with the fan casting of this guy. He's never going to be the Joker. Uh, apparently, they talked to him about playing it in this uh, one Mr. Willem Dafoe. Really? Have you ever danced with the devil in the pale moonlight? There was that's, a gunfight. That was that, that's wow. my Willem Dafoe. Okay, that's it. He just, wow. hey, I'm Willem Dafoe. But you know, I love what he did. I mean, it was bonkers and crazy, but his Green Goblin was just insane. It was his way of being like, see, this I is can what be the I can be the Joker. psychopathic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, oh yeah, yeah. And finally, for the titular character of Batman. Ironically, the actor with the second building in the movie. Well, look at Superman 78. It's oh, Brando, sure. Brando and, and Ackman. Then, right. then it's Chris Reeves. Right. And it's like, oh, yeah, we got a hero in here. Wait, what the fuck, man? Yeah. <clears throat> uh, <laughs> Ray Liotta. Come on. <laughs> it's literally do anything in this movie, please. <laughs> Pierce Brosnan. Okay. Yeah. Your hair hero, Kurt Russell. Kurt Russell. Yeah. Al Pacino. <laughs> Where were the other drugs going, huh? How's this game? Why, why Pacino? Maybe I am Al Pacino. You don't know. What's he do at night, huh? Fight crime. Not a Batman. Tom Cruise. Oh, please. I'm, I'm so over I'm, Tom Cruise. And I gotta be honest with you, I don't care if he does Green Lantern. I don't care. And yeah. this newest bullshit about him is Wolverine. Fuck that. He's, no, no, no. We uh, need to go younger yeah. so that the actor can play it for a while, not the same. Well, Zeno, Zeno has taught Tom yeah. Cruise how to turn back the... Are we going against the time? Yeah, fuck, again, yeah okay. Scientology. Yeah, fuck him. All right. All right. Uh, uh, Nick Cage. <laughs> uh, I'm Batman. I'm Batman. <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing here. Vicky Vale. <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> what did you, oh, Pepper Potts. <laughs> Pepper Potts. <laughs> okay, uh, Harrison Ford. I'm, I'm Batman. I'm Batman. You tell the Joker. You tell him. <laughs> yeah, of course, we're doing you the finger pointing now. <laughs> if anyone does he not points, know that, he oh, points it's angrier than any other man I've ever seen in my, my life. My favorite one is uh, in Empire Strikes Back. He doesn't say anything. Three PO is trying to give him some coordinates about something going wrong. He just goes. My favorite one. So that's good. My favorite one, I think, is Clear and Present Danger. Yep. When the that's president tries like seducing, corrupting him. No. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. again, we could now go. You, to you find this man. That's you right. find him. He's the one who killed my wife. Right. Oh, problematic casting. Kevin Spacey. Where was he in his career at that point? What had he done? That, that, was, that was years before See Usual no evil, Suspects. No evil. Was he in that? He's the bad guy. I've never seen it. With Gene Wilder yeah. and Richard Pryor? Yeah, it's That's great. where Richard Pryor started getting sick, right? Wasn't that right around that time? If by sick you mean... No, no, no. Oh, when he started when he getting MS. MS, yeah, yeah. Uh, That's the one, I think, where, he, where it starts was it to Silver turn. Or was Silver Streak? No, it's... it's. Was that was Silver Streak first? Silver Streak was, early, was okay, mid-80s. Then, yeah, yeah, then it would have been that, yeah. Oh. Mm. Sad times. Yeah. Uh, Alec Baldwin. 
<laughs> okay. I'm Batman. I just so, speak like Batman at again, all times. Beetlejuice. The, uh, it's mm-hmm. interesting. Yeah. Kevin Costner. Richard Gere. Now, here's one I would be interested in. Michael Bean. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Fuck yeah. He could be a superhero. Sure. It's a couple of years after the Terminator. Yeah. Sure. I'm always, I always feel like he like missed. There was one. I, I can't figure out why he wasn't bigger. Like, if, he's a great. He's so good. He's right. I, yeah. Okay. Sorry. But everything he's in is so good. Like it, he doesn't have a movie on his resume that I'm like, ooh, that's yeah. a swing and a miss for Michael Bean. Like right. the abyss, fucking phenomenal. Oh, amazing. Okay. So he's a bad guy. Plays a good guy. Sorry, <clears> I yeah. think these next couple are uh, for when it was going to be more jokey. Okay, that can't be. Yep. Tom Hanks. <laughs> couldn't well, even, I couldn't even get it. But out. again, that's the same as. I mean, arguably, it's the same as Michael Keaton. At this point, it's the same. He's in the same genre. But I mean, they wouldn't the have gone after Hanks, I don't think, to play I'm Batman. It would have oh, been you think it would have been slapsticky. Uh, yeah, it would have been Adam Westy. Got it. Yeah. Okay. Uh Travolta, I think, would fall into that same camp. Matthew Broderick, mm-hmm. Emilio Estevez. May I see here's one that I don't Young know. Guns where they're right around the time. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, yeah. He's he's I mean, these are like the it guys in Hollywood at that time. Sure, right? this is yeah. Bring me everyone. Bring me everyone. Everyone uh, Kevin Klein. Now, question: I love, Yes, which Batman would he have been? Because he could he could do both. Yeah, he's so good. He's I so love good. Kevin Klein. Yeah. I, so okay. Yeah. Well, hang on. I, well, I want to talk about Michael Keaton and Kevin Klein, but we'll wait. Yes. Okay. Uh, William Hurt, Mickey hmm. Rourke, Bruce Willis. I want my bird. <laughs> I, I, I want uh, my Batman. You want, you want a bat? I'll get you a ten bats. Uh, I, I want my bat. I want my bat. Um, Dennis Quaid. Yeah. Oh yeah. Sure. Yeah. Uh, Jeff Bridges. Hey man, Tra- Tra- I'm like the Batman. <laughs> I don't know. That's my terrible <laughs> that's Jeff it. Bridges. Yeah, um, I heard the dude. I got it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Come. Okay. Yep. Move on. Yep. <laughs> Sean Penn, Emilio oh. Estevez. Get me all the Estevez brothers. <laughs> Bill Murray. Yes. Yeah. That one. Yeah. That's sure. clearly camp time. That's, sure, sure. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. And uh, uh, I'll end with another problematic one. Mel Gibson. But I th- I'm Batman. I hate all the Jews. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Come on. Oh. Listen. Okay. I'm not defending him personally. Mm-hmm. I like his work. I like his work. I'm, I, I celebrate uh, his entire body of literature. His entire... Body of work. There we go. Because yeah, literature, go. literature he yeah. may have written some. I was thinking office. I was thinking Michael Bolton in Office Space. I celebrate the guy's entire catalog. That's all I got for for almost cast. Okay. Uh, apparently, my glass has a hole in it. So. Oh no! Um. So I think, boy, that after that laundry list of people. I mean, this is this is very clearly John Peters. Being like, sure. who's the hit person? Well, John, I mean, Dick Grayson's not black. black. Right. Well, doesn't matter. Eddie Murphy's funny. Get him in here. Yeah. While I go snort some more lines of coke. <laughs> so Robin gets cut. There was another character. Maybe it must have been a villain in an early iteration of the script who also who gets cut mm. at the same the, the same time the Robin line. Um, Two Face. Was it Two Face? Probably because Two Face is the one that kills Dick's parents. Well, uh, mm, or is that just in uh, Batman Forever? 
Eh, yeah. fuck it. Who cares? All right. You know, it didn't let, happen let, in this movie. Let's get into it now. So, you know? yeah, let's. I, I'm interested to talk about this movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So, so I think right now what you're going to hear is. And now we're pleased to bring you our feature presentation. Okay, so we've already mentioned it, but my very first note is Jack Nicholson top billing. <laughs> Three exclamation points. I'm like, whoa, right. I forgot. He was the That's top. Right. So my note is opening brings back so many memories. Mm-hmm. The look and Danny Elfman's music. Oh, God. Danny Elfman's music. I, I, I mean. Visually and oral, you know, the, the mm-hmm. sound, like, this so distinctive. Do you almost get, like, a, a, a sense memory of the smell of what, like. What they're summoning up. Yeah. Oh, it's, a, it's so great. It is that this inspired Batman the Animated Series. Sure. And you see that. They right? use the same the, theme. Sure. So. And the visual look, the, the grit. I mean, again, this is, for me, this is the pre-Giuliani New York City, right? Like, <laughs> this is this is when. This is Ed Koch's New York yeah, City. Yeah. This is the HBO The Deuce. This is this era yeah, New York City. 100%. Right? And the mayor, the actor who plays the mayor is, is discount Ed Koch. <laughs> for the longest time, I thought it was him. And it, then I looked it up today, and it I was like, sounds oh, just like him. He, I, he looks vaguely like him, but, but the, he's the sound clearly alike, doing yeah. a Ed Koch. Oh, sure. I'm sure it's some sort of social commentary. If you look on his IMDb, first of all, he doesn't have a picture, nope. which is funny, but his credits are, they're a lot of roles like mayor. And mayor, clearly, they're yeah. like, we want to evoke the Ed Koch vibe. Mm-hmm. This is the guy you get. 100%. And I feel bad I didn't get his name, but I, well, listen, now I. Lee Wallace. Of course. Lee Wallace. Who Lee could Wallace. forget that? Yeah. Mr. Wallace, thank you. Thank thank you for your contributions. Is he still alive? I doubt it. Um, so he's 30 years old, and he was got to have been in his mid-60s. He only has... So he's born 1930. Okay. He doesn't have a death date on IMDb. Oh, good for you. But his credits... Uh, in the movie Daniel, an 83 movie with Timothy Hutton, he plays the mayor. <laughs> Taking of Pelham, one, two, three, in 1974, he plays the mayor. The mayor, yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, like, he kind of has a vibe there. So, yeah, that's funny. So he's like the Dennis Franz of mayors. <laughs> that's right. That's right. I need a surly cop for this movie. I'll call Mr. Franz. That's right. <laughs> so, did you feel like this is a fake out with the, with the family walking? Did you think this was supposed to be the Waynes? Yeah, and it's an interesting... I, I love the... So whoever the... What would be the... What's the role? Production designer? Who mm-hmm. designs the look and feel of the movie? Production, production designer. Production designer? Yep. Um, my, thought, my note was, uh, if H.R. Geiger designed a city... It's this Gotham mm-hmm. City, you know. But everything we get, like even the Christopher Nolan Batman, right? Like, like steam, mm-hmm. like the steam it's pipes. Steaming, it's all yeah. pipes and steam. Mm-hmm. You know, it, this is it. Nineteen eighty nine. This is this is that look. Everybody keeps drawing from that. And I believe this movie only had like five or six sets. I totally believe that. Mm-hmm. I totally believe that. What was the? We should probably have asked Shannon in the meantime because that same what's the thing that the Incredibles. Does. Yes, they do. They're it making the... it look anachronistic, uh-huh. but it's not. But it's ambiguous, mm-hmm. chronologically ambiguous, whatever that term whatever is. It was. Shannon, help us out, come Please. on. But we know you're listening. You've just figured out. Download the podcast on Wi-Fi, and then you're not streaming and using your cellular data. Oh man! But then Pop- after you fired. do that, after you do that, tell us what that term was you're using. But I, but yeah, you know, even like when we get to the Batcave, mm-hmm. it's this very 1950s ish vibe right sure analog like transistor tubes right mm-hmm. like you can almost hear the hum of the monitors when he turns them on as, yep. the, as the tubes as warm up. Warming up yeah, yeah. right so yeah opening 
that could totally be the Waynes, right? Right. This guy asks, Mister, give me a dollar. They walk by and uh, come on, hey, Mister, how about it? One dollar. You deaf? You don't speak English? Uh, another guy pops out of the shadows with a Ooh, the kid of favor. Screen. And then we get a rooftop shot of the shittiest 80s animation. <laughs> Mike, the cape never moves like that once in this movie, the guys. The shadow, right? Like the shadow oh, is the animated. Yeah. It's so terrible. Yeah, that is pretty bad. I, I noted that. Yeah, I, I remember that. as a kid being like, this looks weird. And now I realize it doesn't look weird. It looks like crap. Now, again, I think, you know, where we are today with how many great Batman we've had. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm, I'm looking at this thing from 30 years ago with today's lens, so I, I get that. But I almost feel like one of the only issues I have with this movie is it feels like at once Batman is world-weary and just establishing himself. The fact mm-hmm. that they refer to him as the Bat is the whole what beginning, he was, yeah. right? right? So that tells me, okay, well, this must be beginning of his career, but he, Michael Keaton's an older-looking Batman. Mm-hmm. He... he uh, maybe the whole thing with Vicky Vale wanting a relationship, maybe that's, I, maybe I could see that at the beginning of his career and he's trying to figure out, can he have a work-life balance? Mm-hmm. Like, okay, I could be okay with that. But uh, he seems like he should be more experienced in his career. And again, maybe it's the age of Michael Keaton. You know, he looks like a mature Batman. Not, he does. Not a Batman year one. Mm-hmm. And I think that's Which the problem. Is what it felt a little, yeah. yeah, totally. Yeah. But it's like Batman year one meets the Dark Knight Returns. Right, like literally and those the, two the do book not... end, No, it's the bookends of his career, yeah. right? Yeah. That's that's my major problem with this film. That's that's fair, and I think that's entirely fair. Now, again, mm-hmm. we have the benefits of let's explore the seminal, the germination of Batman and Batman Begins, right? Mm-hmm. Or or that kind of weary, battered, broken Dark Knight Rises, right? Like so, you you or you, even going further, uh, Ben's. Sure, Batman, sure. Like know. right, like almost like almost like he's coming out of retirement, right? Mm-hmm. And I gotta point out, you know, people always bit, piss and moan about uh his I, knew Batman, th- I knew this was gonna come up his the- Batman kill that that you know, Batman doesn't kill, this Batman kills. Mm-hmm. Multiple people in this movie. In fact, someone did a did you see the thing that's you, been floating around? You've sh- you've referenced it before, yeah. This between is this, this is a big body count, right? Between this and Batman, Batman Returns, Returns, twenty people he okay. kills. All right. So, you know, you know, it's the beginning yeah, but, of his career, fine. But all of them were bad. <clears throat> well. <laughs> so that is I think a uh again, looking at it with the benefit of hindsight, mm-hmm. that's the one bit that feels a little bit off. Yeah. Like it feels like there's elements of he's just starting out or he's been I've been I'm too old for this shit. <laughs> and you yeah. can't have both. Well, you got to pick one. Right. But again, to be fair, prior to this all we had was the Adam West Right. Right. And uh, cartoons. Well, and, the, and the serials. Yeah, yeah. The, but I mean, like, yeah. so, I mean, look, they modernize it. They bring, But so, I, I don't want to be too hard on it because, again, I think based on where it comes out, you got you, you can't rate it now. You got to rate right. it then. So. As we like to point out, uh, less than five minutes in, we have our first commercial in this movie. <laughs> American Express card. Don't leave home without it. <laughs> so they're 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 talking about, oh, there's no bat. And the one guy's freaking out. The, the, the goon with the hat. He looks like a that guy. Actor. He looks like a that guy. Checked him out, but man, he fucking sells the shit out of this small little scene he has. Yeah. I'm like, I'm in this movie for four minutes, and those four minutes are going to be the most goddamn memorable thing. <laughs> That's right. That's right. <clears throat> so they're talking, and who pops up behind them? Oh, is the Batman? It's the Batman. And of course, this is the line that spawned a thousand parody punchlines. I'm not going to kill you. I want you to do me a favor. I want you to tell all your friends about me. What are you? 
I'm Batman. Which we mentioned that in the original script, it's I am the knight, I'm which the is knight. great. But I'm Batman is so much better. But again, that is that to me is oh, he's just starting out. They don't even know who he is, mm-hmm. right? Which again doesn't fit some of the feel of later in the movie. But I kind of like this Keaton. Oh, I, 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 well. I do. I, I like him as Bruce Wayne. You know what? You know what I like about. I him? like him as Batman. I hate him as Bruce Wayne. But he's. You know what? You know what I like about him as Batman. So the one piece that I think this movie does better than any other movie is that if we think about Bruce Wayne uh-huh. and how he's driven to become the Batman. Mm-hmm. When I watched this movie, I was thinking, you know, Bruce Wayne would be a fucking basket case, right? Because he's fucking crazy. The the piece of like almost like the suave playboy that Ben played, that yeah. that Christian Bale played, that Val played, that Val played, that George Clooney played. Well, that, George Clooney was just being himself, right? <laughs> but again, like he, you've got this. He is he is the Dark Knight, mm-hmm. right? And at the same time, he is able to effortlessly be this charming billionaire playboy. Sure, I, I like the idea of to get to what he's got to be to be the Batman. That's going to be hard to be that in the real world. And I feel like Michael Keaton's Batman is almost like so socially awkward. Like, I don't know how to do this, which I think the scene when he meets Knox and Vale mm-hmm. in his armory room there, yeah. I like how I, awkward that is. I love that. I love his acting. It's just if he was this guy who lived in this giant mansion, had all this money and had a giant room with an armory and was socially awkward and weird and kind of off-putting to people, mm-hmm. someone would go, maybe Bruce Wayne's Batman. But who's getting that close? No one's getting that close. That's the thing. Other than Alfred, like it's one of those things like, Alfred's my best friend. Mm-hmm. Well, he was your father figure. Yeah, I know. He was also your driver. Yeah, I know. <clears throat> yeah. He's also your medic. Yeah, I know. Yeah, but he's my best friend. Yeah, he's your fucking everything. Like, uh-huh. th- literally. Literally. He's everything, yeah. So, I, I, again, I don't think any other portrayal of Batman gets the Bruce Wayne, like, what would he be like if he when he was trying to fit in? Because again, the the idea that his true self is Batman, yeah. and Bruce Wayne is putting on a costume and he doesn't do it well because he doesn't care. And he's, I don't. I, he's I, not fighting crime as Bruce, Bruce Wayne, so he doesn't even put the effort into doing it well. There was a version, uh, the Bob Kane version, kind of did that. He was kind of aloof, like somehow always ended up around Commissioner Gordon when he was uh, saying stuff, and he'd be like, "Oh, whatever, blah blah," and then. He would sure, you know, and but that, that's the that's the era again, which doesn't get. I mean, that's not the era that people point back to. No, and say like that's this is fifty years before this. Sure, but and that's my problem. I like. I mean, my only tick against Christian Bale's um, public Bruce is yeah. that it's just Patrick Bateman. Well, guy dresses up like a bat clearly has issues. <laughs> I have to return some videotapes. Not quite. I mean, it's. I mean, he's doing he's that same. Yes, okay. he's doing that same voice. That's his like, persona that he's putting out. Do you sure. have some videos to yeah. return? That's right. Oh no. That's so I understand why you like it. Yeah. I I just I don't. You don't get that. Piece? No, I don't. I don't. I I, and I we've seen Keaton do suave. Yeah, but again, I don't think he was trying to do suave. I think he was trying to do awkward. Yeah. It didn't work for me. Okay. All right. That's fair. I think. I think this is. Just one. It's almost like we're two individuals with I, different thoughts and feelings. I hear you. Oh, after the rooftop scene, we are introduced to Lando motherfucking Calrissian. Yeah, talk about Ugh. going in a direction and then abandoning it, right? So he signed up to do these movies, thinking knowing he gets, that he was going to become Two Face. Yeah, and then when they made it Tommy Lee Jones, 
You've seen Lego Batman, though. Yeah. He gets to do it in that. Yeah. That's Billy D. Williams as Two-Face in that. So, Oh, that's right. It's so that's great. Right. I'm like, yay. Yeah, he, finally he finally got to play it. as Two-Face. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, and that's the thing. Like, I don't want to run through beat by beat, but I feel like the, we got to point out all the fucking people. So your list of almost cast, the people that were cast is just as long and just as fucking impressive. Do you know who the next big name that we get besides Jack Nicholson? Well, at the time, Robert Wool was a big deal. Sure. He yeah. played Belushi in the in the story of Belushi, mm-hmm. you know, Belushi's biography, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, he was a big deal at the time. Uh so for me, it was Bob Tracy Walters, a that guy actor. Sure, and in that same scene, do you know who plays Eckhart? The guy's name—he's been in everything. His He's first Porkins. movie. That's Porkin. Eject! I can hold it. Pull up! No, I'm all right. Porkins! No shit. And he's also in Raiders of the Lost Ark. Yes, he's major. Eaton. He's the he's the two the two people that send to, Indy on the mission. Yeah, yeah, that guy and that guy was um, who's the character in the animated series? Is it Eckhart or is it no? It's Bullock. Bullock and he's who Bullock is who they take. To, yeah, and that's no, no, who they, Bullock was already established in the comics oh, at this point. For some reason, why they did, did they just use Bullock? I don't know. That's Bullock. Oh, that's that was a question I had. ADR. I had one line later in the movie that's clearly ADR. Do you think in this scene where they're hauling off the one guy in the ambulance and the other guy comes up and, you know, Knox and him are having that whole conversation? Sorry, Knox. These two slipped on a banana peel. Do you think that was all ADR? Because in the next scene with Jack Nicholson, the voice is completely fucking different. You're an A1 nut boy and Grissom knows it. I don't know. I don't when know. He's talking to Knox. It's like this, uh, and then when he's talking to Jack, it's up. And I'm like, he almost did. It almost was like a digital effect, or like an effect on his like, voice. Like yeah. they changed it because maybe he was doing something different. I don't know. That's and weird. then they shot the other scenes. Like a David and they like, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, but that's, it's very clear. I, yeah. Uh, all right, and again, this has been said before. We'll say it. It's Jack Nicholson being Jack, but they give him so many lines that are like. Soundbite. Like they give him so many lines that are just meant to be. Oh, they they sum up Jack Napier perfectly when after he's watching uh, Dent give his speech, he's in the mirror and he's kind of looking himself over. And Jerry uh, Hall, Jerry Hall, who we don't know her name until an hour and ten yeah. minutes into this movie. Right. It is Alicia. Alicia. Right. I just have to point that out. Like, oh boy, John Peters. Strikes again. <laughs> eh, the name of the girl is important. She's important. got a nice pair of tits. Uh-huh. Jesus That's Christ. my imitation of got it. Right, John Peters. I, I understood. Do, okay, <laughs> just TSPH the army. So she comes up behind. Him, she's like, "You look fine." And his response: "I didn't ask." That is it's right there. Like Nicholson. Yeah, we just fucked like twenty minutes ago. That's but right. I don't care about your opinion now. Uh, my needs have been met. That's right. Um, we a little bit later we meet Vicky Vale, Kim Basinger. Hello, Lance. <laughs> That um, is awkward. Again, and again, I just want to run through who's in it. So now we've got Jack Palance as the crime lord Carl Grissom. Mm-hmm. Uh, and again, I can't... I, Jack Palance for me is like Christopher Walken. I can only ever hear him talking like himself. You are my number one guy. Now, don't forget... Did you read the note that his first day on set, it was supposed to walk into the shot off camera and Burton yelled action. Palance didn't move. He went up to him and Palance berated him. How dare you? You know, he figured out 
he was hard of hearing. Oh, Couldn't hear. Jesus. And that's sad. You know what? I, I was like, at first I'm like, oh, that's a dick move. Oh, no, <sighs> you should probably know that one of your principal actors is hard of hearing and you need to If his agent sure wants to keep it quiet because it, in the, you know, we were still in old Hollywood town going on here. Jeez. They were like, well, he can't hear anymore, so we can't really cancel. But he's, uh, he's listen, Jack fucking palace, he, and yeah. he fucking chews up the scenery oh, he's, as he should. He's swallowing it whole like a duck. <laughs> he's right. not even bothering. <laughs> it's fucking fabulous. Yeah, I mean, in the scene where Jack shows up as the Joker for the first time, mm-hmm. he goes through like five different emotions in that one scene. Oh yeah, he's. Oh yeah, he's. I mean, again, look. And my favorite line that he has in the entire movie. Your life won't be worth spit! You know, it's probably 1988 when they shoot it, right? Mm-hmm. Released oh, yeah. in June of 89. Uh, again, they bought the talent in 88. That's what they bought. Because, again... Absolutely. They had that list, but everyone mm-hmm. they got... There's no there's no weak spots. Yeah. Uh, you know, the Alfred Pennywise... Pennyworth is... Not Pennywise. Pennyworth mm-hmm. is the... Michael is, Gould. Yeah. Uh, uh, Goff. Is that how you pronounce it? G O U G H. There's an L in there. No, I don't think All so. Right. But I mean, oh, he's he's the he's the Alfred they've moved away from, right? Like he's not the smart alecky. He's the pure British proper butler, right? When we get farther into the series, this these four films, he becomes he snarkier. Sure, sure, yeah. sure, sure. But this he's iteration. got some great moments in this one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he does. Mainly when he's nagging Bruce about Vicky. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Again, yeah. well, that and uh, Bruce puts his pen in the plant, and he just walks up, walks <laughs> out, and then goes. He know See, he anticipates again, Bruce every this move. This is why you need the the fucking weird Bruce Wayne. Yeah, that's listen. He can't fucking operate in the real world. So basically, what's happening at this point in the film is dentist said that he's gonna rid the. They can't find a crime to stick on Grissom. Right, Grissom is Al Capone. He's untouchable. Yes, sure. literally. Right. Well. Not literally, figuratively. Sure. Grissom sends Jack and his best boys. Well, yeah, because Robert Walls Knox, the reporter, right. has written an article tying uh, Grissom to Axis Chemicals. Right. Right. So he's going to send them in to get all the files that links them together. It's a very small, like, it's not even like, I'm going to, I actually rewound it because I'm like, did I mishear that? I'm thinking they're going to, like, destroy the factory. No, no, no. I say we break into the place, trash the office. Make off with the records and say it was industrial espionage. Awful lot of guys going in for this one fucking thing. Yeah, I mean, it is a. What was it, eight people? It is a ginormous, like, gun safe, basically. But you just need your safe cracker. (laughs) That's right. And Jack's overseas. And we find out that Jack's been set up. Of course, right. Get me Lieutenant Eckhart. So Jack Palance has a very distinct voice, like we were saying. Yep. It would be like if Christopher Walken called. I was going to write the note down. I'm like, well, hang on. The instant he calls the police, I'm like, hey, I got Grissom on the phone. Yeah, that's right. I mean, <laughs> should we? Is he a crime stopper now? <laughs> so there's a Chili's gift certificate in it for him? I don't, I don't get that. <laughs> Jack realizes that he's been set up. There's a gunfight. Early in the career, the police don't know what to make of Batman, mm-hmm. the bat, right? Um, so oh, you know the- who we're forgetting to talk about? Gordon. Oh, sure. Pat Hingle. Yeah. He's very much in the... So he is in the same theme, that, that same genre as the, the Adam West, right? Like the Irish, you know, he's a, he, you know, he was a beat cop and he's tough, but now uh-huh. he's the commissioner and he doesn't yeah, take any Yeah, it's a very gruff. different commissioner, Gordon, than, say, uh, Bob oh, I'm Haskins. Thinking, I'm, I'm sorry. 
I, I'm sorry. You're thinking of Chief O'Hara. I'm and thinking I was Chief O'Hara. Just going to let you go cr- with it. Yep. Yeah. Nope, you're right. You're right. He's wearing all the things like the commissioner does in later sure, movies. Sure, sure, sure. I really like Pat Hingle. Uh, Pat Hingle and Michael Goff. Yeah. They're the only hold through to all the way to Batman and Robin. Oh, no shit. They're in all four of these no films. To, it's kind of almost like they're like, well, we got to have someone from the early ones to make sure it's all the same universe. Wasn't he also the crime boss in The Grifters? Mm-hmm. Oh, he's fucking terrifying. The orange scene is fucking terrifying. And he was also in uh, Norma. Norma Ray? Mm-hmm. Oh, he was no her shit. dad, yeah. Oh, no kidding. And I saw he's him, a great actor. I saw him on Broadway. No shit. In 1776, which is a <laughs> musical. Now then, attend as friend to friend our declaration committee. You would have to drag me kicking well, and screaming to see a show like that. Fuck that. You know oh, who was God. also in it? Who? Brent Spiner. I say vote, yes. I don't, but see, I'm not a Star it's Trek fucking, guy. Well, fuck you then. You mean data or data? It is pronounced data. So, do so you I, know that Pat Hingle is missing a, his pinky? No. Yeah, he hides it really well in that craps shooting scene right yeah, yeah. before the cop comes to get him. Yeah. But right at the end, when he goes to pat his, actually, I've got it on my phone, I'll show you. Uh, when he pats what I'm assuming is his wife. Yeah. When he goes like this, you can it's, see it's like this. I've yeah. heard that Daryl Hannah is missing part of a finger, and I look. I was watching Kill Bill the other day, and I've looked for it, and I can't find it. But I've heard that she's got either like like a club finger, like she's got like she's missing a joint or something. That you guys help me out on this. If you've heard that, or can point me to a scene where I can see that, tell me. Oh, he's straight up missing a finger. Yeah. Oh, that was jarring. Elevator, oh. elevator accident. I mean, it's no Jeremy Renner, but that's bad. Well, Matthew Perry's missing his What? Part. Oh, yeah. Matt Perry's missing his fi- the top part of his middle finger. How did he-, he always, Chandler always had his hands in his pockets for very specific. How did he lose that? I'm curious. Uh, mm, tennis accident? He was a tennis player, so I'm just assuming that's what it was. He almost went professional. I'm sorry. The fucking pussy sport of tennis. Lo- you Whoa. lose a finger. You lose part of a finger. Bull fucking shit. Uh, if there are any tennis players in the TSP Listen, or Jeremy, there's only one of us. That's yeah, subscribe. come at me. Come on. Uh, come on. Listen, bull riding, I lose part of a finger. Yep, makes sense. Totally got it. Yep, I don't absolutely. know. You Hockey? Know? Hockey? Yeah, okay, I could see that. Even football. Yeah, fucking tennis. Get the okay, fuck out of here. Hang on. How did Matthew Perry lose part of his finger? Door shutting accident. Going to a tennis tournament. Go. No. <laughs> <laughs> On his way to tennis. Did you see, uh, so we're going to jump around. Yeah. But say in roughly the same area, like we can't jump to the end right now. Um, <laughs> don't you shrug your shoulders. We can't. Can't, can't we? No. Listen, uh, this, is, this is how many Batman stories have we told? Did you see who drew the Batman picture? No. Bob Kane. No kidding. The one where it's Wait, like in the, newspaper, the vampire the Batman. Bat. Yeah. And no like, shit. In the three-piece suit. Yeah. But again, he was supposed to have a cameo in the movie. Sure. Doing that, the guy that hands it to him was supposed to be Bob Kane, but he was sick Got it. at the time, which and is again, fine because it should have been Bill Finger. I was just going to say, we can't mention, but if we're mentioning him, we got to mention. Fired. That's right. That's right. Uh, really no, no fights, yeah, no one fights that. Yeah. And yeah. also, I, I want to say that picture of Batman there is still better than Bob Kane's original oh, idea. Oh, but true. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, let's see. So, yeah. so Grissom about- sends them. They figure out that they are. Uh, they figure out that they have been set up. Yep. Um, there's the police chase. show up. I mean, this is right out of Killing Joke. Yeah. yeah. It, this is. 100%. And who else shows up? Um, the Batman. No, the goddamn Batman. Right. So we've got this three-way kind of uh, 
you know, conflict in the factory, mm-hmm. right? So the police are chasing Batman and Napier. Uh, the police are not originally aware of Batman. Oh, yes. Right. Yes. They're Initially, just... the police are chasing Napier's guys. Also, dear Commissioner Gordon, you're bad at your job to just have the bullhorn be like, This is Commissioner Gordon. I want him taken alive. I repeat, any man who opens fire on Jack Napier will answer to me. He's like, oh, well, clearly I can just shoot the cops because they're not going to shoot me. Well, I, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. What I love prior to that, though, is is Gordon's reaction. And again, this is the, we'll see it in the Nolan Batman Begins, but the Gotham City Police Department is thoroughly corrupt, even to the point where Commissioner Gordon, as soon as he hears that Eckerd got the tip, uh-huh. he's like, oh, Jesus. He knows what Eckerd is, and there's nothing he can do about it. It's right. such a and, bleak, and that plays a into place. Uh, the Commissioner Gordon that we see in the Nolan verse, and that it's like, yeah, I see the corruption, but I can't do it. Who do I talk to? Sure, you're right. Yeah, um, I really it takes one man, a, a uh, Detective uh, Sergeant Jim Gordon. Detective Sergeant? I don't think that's a rank. It is a rank. Detective Sergeant. Doesn't he start? Yeah, before he's Lieutenant Gordon, he starts. He's he's Sergeant. He's Sergeant. Yeah, and then he's Lieutenant, he's a, and then he goes from Lieutenant <laughs> to Commissioner. To Commissioner, I'm like, there's some steps in between there. Well, aren't there? when when all the steps between you get eliminated, yes, <laughs> you're ranking it's a, guy. It's a, it's just like, holy <laughs> shit, good job. Yeah. Um, did you? I, I really enjoyed the laziness in the '80s of making movies. We see the shot of the cop telling Commissioner Gordon. It's a stagnant one shot of the two of them in a, in front of the doorway. Yep. And then when Bruce is watching it, it's the same fucking shot. <laughs> through, like, Wait, through a monitor. Yeah. Come on. You couldn't have set up a B camera and had that be where it's... Angle. Nah. Nah. Why? What's the point? Yeah. What's the point? Because that would have cost an extra camera, right. and that would have been a couple bumps of coke. That's right. No. That's unfortunate. Of course, Batman has no problem kind of taking out Napier's guys. Uh, he corners Napier. Napier fires a gun, which Batman deflects Wonder Woman style. Mm-hmm. Uh, the bullet with, ricochets with hockey. <laughs> like I feel like the line in Dark Knight is it's pretty kind of poking at this movie because uh, he's yeah. wearing fucking pads. <laughs> and again, for where this movie was, we hadn't seen any of that. Like also, Adam West never got shot. I mean, well, he was wearing spandex. He well, never got shot. Yes, that's very true. But also with this. This is $35 million budget. I mean, the sides of the cowl don't even go flush to his face in this movie. There's a good, like, inch gap because they just rushed everything in this film. Well, I don't know. Did they rush it or that's what they had that they could work with? Because, again, they got to put him into the suit every day. Because in two, it's right up against his face in uh, Batman Returns. I wonder what the... Yeah, so... Everything changed with the suit in two. So I wonder, was that simply lessons learned? Like, hey, yeah. these are things that d- won't look well if we don't do them this way. Well, I, as someone who has worn a Batman cowl, that's right. That's you can't right. hear shit in that. Keaton couldn't hear anything, and it made him incredibly claustrophobic. Oh, and he no shit. Use that as his anger and darkness for this character. Okay. I'm good with that. I like his Batman. Oh, I just so I'm sorry to interrupt you. No, go ahead. Three years after the Batman. We get Batman Returns, mm-hmm. Michelle Pfeiffer, Danny DeVito. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm sure there's an element of that that's salaries, right? Everybody's goes up. Mm-hmm. Do you want to know what? So $35 million for Batman 89. Do you want to guess what Batman Returns, the budget was? In the 70s? $80 million. So I wonder, is there a piece of, look, we're going to spend more money on the costume, right? Like, look, this is, this is what we spent and this mm-hmm. is what it looked like. Yeah, he's we're got more, spend the, more money. the armored chest plate. Sure, sure, two. sure. He's got... 
a better cowl. The ears yeah. are a little longer. More than doubles the budget. It's an actual bat symbol. Later. I remember that being a big thing with nerds, that it had the extra flourishes oh, on the top sure, of it. Sure. And people were like, that's not the bat symbol. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Eat. Calm Chill. down, nerds. Chill your tits. All right. Whoa. When Napier fires the gun at Batman, he deflects mm-hmm. it with his... Uh, you know, my stabby blades. Uh, the bullet deflects, ricochets, creases. Basically, the you know the knife that gives Heath Ledger his yeah. Smile. So it's a bullet across his mm-hmm. across his mouth. Um, he stumbles, you know, tips over the railing. Batman grabs him, but then lets him go. That's my question. Does he let him go? You know, I'm trying to think, and I did not because he I didn't specifically know he, did, he that. wasn't holding his arm with. His body, he had another hand he could have reached down there. What, why does he feel like Napier? Such because he doesn't know, so later he'll find he'll out, find of course, out, that yeah. Napier is linked to him. But at this point, he doesn't know. Mm-hmm. So, is it just like, well, this is the worst of the worst, and Gotham City will be so? Let's set aside the the, the Batman canon of he doesn't kill, let's set that aside, which is in, not actual canon in yeah. the Burton verse, yeah. right? So, is this simply he's saying, look. We will all be better off without him. There's nothing redeeming. Or is it left purposely ambiguous for I, discussions? You so, know, like so we're coming at this from different angles, right? Yeah, it's un. I, I'm going to say it's unclear whether or not he purposely lets him go, or he just slips out because leather gloves, glove, whatever. Yeah, sure. Like, and th- and there are easy things to make it very clear what happened. Perfect one. Same thing. Uh, Last Crusade mm-hmm. when she's reaching for the Grail. Elsa. Your other hand, honey, I can't hold you. He has her glove at the end oh. of that. If you, if he had Napier's glove, we'd be like, oh, sure. sure. The fact that we don't see any part of that, I don't know. So, is it intentionally? But I'd love to ask that question. I wonder Dear if the commentary. I wonder if the the DVD commentary has. I wonder if Burton weighs in on that. So TSP, we'll let you know the next time we record because I have this on Blu-ray. Okay, and I believe Burton has a commentary. A Blu-ray commentary, right? Right. Yeah. Uh, Or TSPHC Army, if you if 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 anyone knows if it's not on the commentary, then and you've heard it somewhere else. Yeah, we'd love to know if anyone knows Tim Burton. That's right. That would Mr. Burton. We're big fans. So we're coming at this from the angle of Batman. I'll say it. Batman is my favorite DC character because I think he's such an interesting character. Right. Yeah. But I don't have the emotional connection to this mm-hmm. character that you do. <laughs> to be fair, when we get to Captain America, the first event, as you're wearing the Adam West Batman T-shirt, right? Um, yeah. And to be fair, when we get to Captain America, the first Avenger, I'll say right now, when he throws himself on the dummy grenade, I, I cry. I know you do. I know it, right? I've In watched fact, the movie I'm, with you. I've, I've witnessed okay. it. All right. I'm actually... You're tearing up right now. Because it's, it's such a great moment. Okay. So... <laughs> Oh, uh, I love that. I can't wait to. We're we're only two movies away. I know we're two movies away from Captain America, which I'm, is such a good movie. And the worst part is, I'm truly tearing up right now. I know you are. I'll I'll, I'll take the reins. So, <laughs> <Yep>. so <laughs> before Napier gets the bullet through the cheeks, yep. earlier he tells Porkins or uh, Eckert <laughs> Eckert to think about uh, now his he's future. Porkins, yeah, or right. No, I oh, know. Um, Porkins Eckert says nah. you got no future. Fuck it, he's Porkins. Yeah, Porkins says you know, you know, you should think about the future. And he says you haven't got a future, Jack. I right. I love hate this moment because he's standing there. They're holding the commissioner. Jack! He points down. Eckhart. The slow turnaround of Eckhart. Yeah, what the fuck? Do you think want? about the future. And he shoots him, and I'm like, okay, wait. At that point, some other cop. 
gonna just take him out because he just killed a cop. Yeah. It's so first little... of all, first of all, the big movie myth, great movie myth uh, about guns because <laughs> every one of our episodes it seems like we get to guns. Um, so the maximum effective range of a handgun much shorter in reality than, with the exception of the four foot pistol that the Joker right, pulls the, out the end. It's the, the longer, longer barrel, the barrel is strong is better <clears throat> accuracy. So would he have been able to hit Eckhart from that distance? It's I mean. You're rolling dice. I mean, yeah. I, assuming... Because he takes... I mean, 50, it looks so like trying, it's a kill shot. So like, again... He takes him out. Chuck, feel free to weigh in on this or yeah. other other uh, veterans or law enforcement. So I'm, in my mind, I'm thinking maximum effective range of the Beretta. I'm thinking 50 meters. Well, it, he's just using like... It looks like a 38 special. Well, which is even... Which has an even shorter barrel, which means mm-hmm. he has even less accuracy. So again, at that point, you're like you're throwing rocks. But this is also like, a movie with your where other hand. You in know? ten seconds, this same character is going to fall into a vat of chemicals and not die. So reality right. is absolutely sure, sure, sure. So he does fall. So this is boy. So think back to even Suicide Squad when we see um, Harley's origin. It's, uh, it's, it's, it's like almost invoking beat for this. beat, yep. right? Like right into the vat. We see her come up now. We see Jack's hand come up, and the glove has been eaten away by the chemicals. And you mm-hmm. see this, like almost like, um, uh, what's his name, Solomon Grundy, like yeah. looking hand. It's Mick, Mickey O'Rourke's hand, Ugh. right in this partial glove. But and I think in Suicide Squad, don't we see Harley's face? Doesn't her face come up? Mm-hmm. Right, but it's the exact. You're same. asking me to remember. That My great least, movie. Uh, we could pull that tonight. Fuck you. We could totally pull that tonight. Fuck and what you. are we going to drink when we drink? Have that one. Is that when we going to? Oh go yes, to liquor? that is hard liquor. That is hard motherfucking liquor. What I we, either sleep here or get an Uber. We home. can totally sleep here because no, no, totally I need to be blitzed to talk about that. <laughs> oh my shit god! Movie. I kind, now I kind of want to pull that, one, <laughs> which I kind of like as a movie. It was fun. Okay. Good for you. Okay. All right. So now so, we've got the Joker. Well, we've got the beginnings of the Joker. We're then onto this date, the long table. That's it, a funny scene. It's Citizen Kane. The oh, I've never same seen joke Citizen is done in Kane. Is it Citizen really? Kane, yeah. It, all their, the way their, through, conver- their conversation is more biting. Yeah. Um, but is there is there a moment of... So no, this they never thing, leave. No, okay, no. so this no. is Citizen Kane, but they're in on the joke because right. he gets up. Do you like eating in here? Oh, yeah. You want to know the truth? I don't think I've ever been in this room before. <laughs> that's a funny that's joke. A, that's a, that's and, a fucking great and joke. And the few moments where we get to see Michael Keaton be funny, he's funny. Mm-hmm. So, oh, sorry. PL is peeing. We'll be right back. Listen, if you need a theme song, you go to Danny Ryan. So they go to the kitchen. Yep. This may be the best scene Alfred has, it, or this actor. I mean, he's such the, his dad in the scene. Yeah, it's great. It's great. It's really sweet. And yeah, and and I again, I like this Bruce Wayne. So in the cocktail party, mm-hmm. when Vicky Vale meets him, he's fucking weird. This but this Bruce this, Wayne I like. This yeah, be, and again, real, I'm, a, I'm letting my guard down yes, a little because there's no one great. else there, right? So I'm even okay within the movie. The contrast between like, well, he was a fucking weirdo in the cocktail party. Mm-hmm. Yeah, of course, because he doesn't know how to be in the world. But to be basically one on one with Alfred, and then he's invited Vicky into this world. Mm-hmm. Of course, that's where he lives. That's his that's his safe space, right? Did you catch the weird thing where after he leaves and they're kind of talking and how he raised him and everything, he grabs the bottle of wine, grabs the glass in front of Vicky, 
pours the wine and then drinks out of that glass. His glass is over here to his left. Vicky's is directly in front of her. He grabs so it's a the, power move. A I don't know. Move? I'm like, oh, how presumptuous. Pour more wine for her. Wait, now you're drinking? Bruce, what the fuck are you doing? What do we think about Kim Basinger's drunk? Uh, I think it's like is she a great degree- actress? Let's be honest. Is she a great actress? No, no. She's. You know what? She's really actually pretty good in Beetlejuice. She's not in Beetlejuice, right? That's Gina Davis. <laughs> she's she a, is great a great Gina, Gina Davis. <laughs> Cellular. Never saw that with uh, with oh, that's the Stephen King, right? Yeah, no, no, no it's oh. not. No, uh, you've you've talked about this movie. They did it on how did this get made. Got it. I rewatched it to to because I'd seen it before. Sure, it's good. It's on Netflix. Uh, it's. Chris Evans a horror pre- movie or like crime or like suspense thriller. thriller thriller okay but like the lightest of thrillers got it uh, you know that movie I think she's actually good in but I don't know how much acting it is and I almost feel like it was an excuse to fuck on film was um, the remake of the Getaway that she was mm. in with Alec Baldwin mm-hmm. when they were married mm-hmm. fucking hot sex scene and it's a and it's a good remake of a of a great film yeah um, Michael Madsen I, but again. I mean, let's be honest. I mean, was she a was she a model originally? I don't know. Maybe. Yes. Yeah. Sure. Sure. Um, yeah, okay. I just think her, I mean, she's her drunk's like she's a fine. little too. <laughs> I feel a little drunk, and you're not anything. Hey, one drink and I'm flying. <laughs> Why are you afraid of flying? <laughs> she's like the girl at the party. Who's had like a beer and they're like, oh my God, I'm so drunk. You know, I was talking to somebody, must have been last week when I was traveling for work. Somebody uh-huh. asked me about Captain Marvel. And I was like, you know, one of the things I, so I don't think Captain Marvel is an amazing film. I don't think it's on the level of Winter Soldier or Ragnarok or Black Panther. Mm-hmm. But I think it's a really good film. But one of the one of the things I love about it is that there is no romantic interest for Captain Marvel. I love it. I, she is a kick-ass hero. She doesn't need a love interest. And I'm to, hoping to, they're not. And I hope they don't set that up in Endgame, right? I'm hoping the line that we've all seen with Thor saying, I like this one, I hope it's, it's respect. Respect, 100%. warrior respect. 100%. I'm hoping. So that conversation led to, you know, the, just how shitty it must really be to be a woman in Hollywood. Mm-hmm. I'm not, sorry, I'm <laughs> like, duh, no shit, yeah. white guy. But... Um, <laughs> Are you mansplaining yeah. the problems? That no, we I just, no, no, I, I'm, I'm right with you. But that. the problem is, the problem is, Vicky Vale doesn't really matter in this film. So, does it matter if her acting is fine? The reality is, it doesn't because she's not much more than a prop. And I don't mean that in terms of women are only objects. I mean, in this film, this character's purpose. She's almost like a weird kind of honeypot for the two of them. She's a reward. Yeah, Yeah. she's a a reward. She's almost a MacGuffin. Not that they have to go find it, but like getting her is the object, right? And so that's kind of shitty. So I don't know. You know, her her acting isn't that great. Sadly, it doesn't really matter because that isn't important to the movie, which Mm -hmm. is sad. We get our introduction to the actual Joker. I don't know if you've ever noticed this or if anyone... I love this reveal. But have you ever noticed that there's a giant purple mark right here on Jack Nicholson's neck? No. So he confronts Grissom, uh-huh. and Jack Palance plays it great, as we, you talked about it earlier. Um, but the way they reveal, it's in a – so he's got like three positions. He's entirely silhouetted. He's silhouetted but close to 
being lit from the front, and then he steps into the light. Jack is dead, my friend. You can call me Joker. What the fuck is that? Makeup. And as you can see, I'm a lot happier. And they only Purple had, for some reason, they only had one shot at shooting the scene. I don't remember the whole story behind it. Why would they, they have, do, Oh, you what know do what? they do with purple makeup? Where does he hit, need purple his, makeup? His eyeliner. His eyeshadow on the... They do a light dusting oh. here. Oh. And what, what, they hit him with a brush or something? They must have. and the, Or either they only had one take or they didn't notice it until and it was, editing. And they were done. And, and they're they like, couldn't go back. you can't get him back. Yeah. So it's in the movie forever. Uh, the editor actually was the one that pointed out on some oh. commentary. I'm like... Well, fuck, that's not all I'm going to see. All the times I've seen that movie, I've never seen that. Because, yes, you know. Now, the next time you watch it, well, you go, purple neck. Yeah. <laughs> but the bra- but You're welcome. it's such a great reveal of the joke. Oh, it is. And, I mean, this is peak Nicholson in this scene. I, you know, so, I mean, Nicholson gets some shit for it's the Joker, but it's really Nicholson being Nicholson, which I think I said earlier. But mm-hmm. he is, like, if you're comfortable with how he's going to go at it, Fuck. I mean... I'm more okay with his portrayal of the Joker than I am of his portrayal of, like, Danny Torrance. Oh. Well, listen, that's a younger... That's a younger... You can't compare. that's not Danny in the book. Well, but that's not not his fault. No, it's Kubrick. Yeah. So that's Kubrick. Let's not open that can of worms. That's not a Stephen King podcast. Well, also, just Kubrick. Um, I talk problematic. I would just okay. Yeah, we're not going on there. Okay, but it's a great reveal of the of the Joker and yeah. Jack, Jack Palance, phenomenal in the and scene. As, and as many yeah, as many emotions that Jack Palance shows, Jack Nicholson shows. He's kind of seething and angry in the beginning. He shoots in the first time, and it's almost like a release. And now the true Joker can come out because he's like shooting him behind yeah. his back between sure. his legs, so having a great time. As he shoots him, we get this, this circus calliope rolls mm-hmm. up vintage Nicholson. Yeah. And another great line right in the scene when he read, he's reading the uh, newspaper in a, in a second. Yep. The end of the, wait till they get a load of me. Do, do you feel like they just kept rolling or no one yelled cut? Cause he then starts just going, You know, I've never, I'm trying to think, I've never read anything, so I've never read anything that suggests that Nicholson is a method actor, right? So Mm -hmm. Brandon was a method actor, so Nicholson, I... No, there was a story that went around for years that when Heath Ledger took the Joker, Jack Nicholson called him and said, it's going to get into this deep part of your psyche. It was the story that went around uh, when... Everyone thought that the reason that that uh, Ledger OD'd was because of the dark it, play. Yeah. But now there's set pictures that come out. He's skating over Christian Bale. Right, right, right. He did not stay in character. He just did a really fucking amazing job right. when the cameras were rolling. So so my limited knowledge of acting, right? So, mm-hmm. I, so method acting, right? So I think of Brando, right? Mm-hmm. Like that, Brando Hoffman he, is another one. Sure, sure, sure. Daniel Day-Lewis, right? He inhabits the character and he doesn't come out. He, his wife months. had to call him Mr. Lincoln. <laughs> The entire right. time he's shooting so, Lincoln, I'm like, So what is that. the opposite? And actually, I think I've heard De Niro is De Niro has derisively talked about method acting. Mm-hmm. He's not, as, yeah. No, he's like, listen, what do I need to look like when when the camera comes in? Mm-hmm. Right? Like so Or I, what do you need to feel? Like so <laughs> when I went to acting college, <laughs> we did a method that was um uh, particularization. 
A perfect example um, for a part like this. I've never been a homicidal maniac who dresses like a clown and kills people, but I've been angry. <laughs> oh, sure. Okay. I've wanted I've wanted to seek some sort of vengeance on someone. Sure. You tap into that, and then you escalate it to wherever you need it to get you to that part of the scene. That's so you're starting from something real, but mm-hmm. but it exaggerated or extrapolated yeah. or mm-hmm. extended. Yeah. Okay. And I think that's that's a De Niro kind of technique. You know, that's kind of oh, oh, I'm sad. Okay, I'll be really, really, really okay. The what, saddest what, I've ever let me right, think about this time. You know. of, yeah. yeah, but that's isn't that acting method though? Isn't no, that no method is you are the easiest way to describe method. Marathon man. Fuck. The reason why the reason why I I I get uncomfortable when people move near my teeth. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Do you know the story? Nope. So oh, fuck. He's, he's this. Wait, you need to understand. There's two things that I have. Irrational, well, no, rational fears about. Oh, no, it has nothing to do with teeth. Don't worry. Okay. So that whole scene, he's supposed to have been up for 72 hours being tortured in different sure, ways. Sure, sure, sure. Olivier's there. It's about to be the is it safe scene. He turns around to grab the thing. He turns back around. Hoffman's fucking out like a light because he kept himself up. For 72 hours? Yes. And the director <laughs> came over. He's like, oh, I'm sorry. I've been up for 72 hours to get into this part. I didn't know what else to do. Olivier, in that dry Brit wit, goes... Why did you try acting, my dear boy? <laughs> you know who you know, you know you know who gets that perfectly in Get Shorty, Danny DeVito. Right. Well, it's not an actual metamorphosis <laughs> that wouldn't be acting, right? Like right. That's yeah, how, yeah. So, uh, and the perfect way that if I had to do a scene like that, yeah, weeks before we had to shoot it, or if it was a stage show, I You'd would stay, stay up, up seven, overnight. Yeah, stay up for seventy-two hours. Maybe not seventy-two, hours, but you'd stay up. Feel oh, that feeling and be like, okay, this is what I feel. And I'll then, remember that. Yeah. That's what I'll use. Got it. Yeah. Okay. Boy, we want to. If that makes it in. Oh, it's staying in. Good. Uh, so oh, I do want to point out Alfred is the worst fucking wingman of all time. <laughs> they wake up the next morning. Vicky's like, How about lunch at my place? Sure. Okay. Wait a minute. No, I can't. I can't make it. Okay. We'll do it later in the day. Oh, hold on a second. I can't make it then either. I've got a very important meeting today. What's wrong? Nothing's wrong. Really, I've just got to go out of town on business for a few days. Vicky comes down the stairs. Alfred! It's nice to see you again, ma'am. Nice to see you, too. I'll talk to you guys when you get back. Back, Miss Vale? We're going to be here for quite a while. Dude, come on. Sure. Obviously, you Bruce be just told a lie. Sure, you should be better at that. That's fair. So, this progresses. Joker's obsessed with Vicky. He wants her. There's this really interesting thing that I've... I don't know I've ever seen explored with Joker before. So one of the things I like with the Nicholson Joker is mm-hmm. he has this concept of art. So first he he so Oh he, no, this is all this is all This burned. is all for this? Yeah. yeah, but it's really interesting, right? Mm-hmm. So he has disfigured Alicia, who was Grissom's mall mm-hmm. that Napier was sleeping with, which is why mm-hmm. Napier uh. set him up to be killed. He disfigures her. She she comes in wearing this phantom mask. She pulls it off to reveal the scarring. Clearly, he got her with acid, which he tries to do on Vicky in a few minutes with the squirting flower. But he has this obsession with turning people into art. We see him at one point. He's in his lair. He's cutting out pictures of these grotesque you know, victims of, mm-hmm. of, uh, of murder. Uh, it's my, an interesting take on the character. That's- it is. My, my, my problem, though, is it's in the scene where he gets all the other uh, heads of crime. Yep, together, and which he kills is, the guy right, with the uh, joy which is the movie The movie trope, right? Yeah, the ups, the upstart pulls together the lieutenants, and one of them doesn't make and it. And Albert Einstein is there. Uh, <laughs> Did you see the guy? No, 
when it pans down, one of them's Albert Einstein. The very last one, I'm like this is fucking Albert Einstein. It's not actually for, Albert Einstein. For but- me, that scene is done to perfection in Kill Bill Volume One. That's the definitive. The upstart pulls together. I don't know what movie you're talking about. No, I'm just kidding. Oh Jesus Christ! We're gonna we're gonna fight. <laughs> Holy shit! So the yeah. one guy's not gonna join. Mm-hmm. Joker goes shake his hand. He's been Joker less than twenty four hours and already, He's already he got has toy killing jokes. Oh, I got a live one here. <laughs> Yeah. And ruins the joke later when Batman grapples in the museum restaurant, whatever. Yeah, that's yep. Don't think about it too hard. Yep. <laughs> get those wonderful toys. What are you talking about? You have all these great things. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's fair. Yeah, yeah. Napier must have been a fucked up guy. Like, oh yeah. Before he transforms, Th- there's like, a part where someone lists his his uh, file. You know, arson and all sure, that stuff. Sure, and sure. one of the things is he went to school for. Art appreciation or some yeah aptitude in science, chemistry, and art. Art, yep, yeah, there it is. yeah. When Vicky's following Bruce before we get to where the Joker kills the guy in broad daylight and does not get arrested by all the cops that are standing around. Well, they gun down a shit ton of there. There's some cops that die there. His, there's a, his, his they don't they don't start gunning them down till after the guy is dead and is falling down. Yeah, and then yeah, then the mimes pull out Tommy guns. At least, I remember at least one cop coming out of the front of the yep. the courthouse gets shot and stuff. Yeah. So you There's just, a wonderful moment there when everyone's hitting the deck. Gunfire breaks out. Bruce, Bruce, is, Bruce is almost, but he's almost transfixed. It's not bravery. He's in a different world. He's like. Because he knows who it is. Yeah. He, yeah. he has that moment of recognition, but is this wonderful scene. And, and they, pull, they, they have a wide shot at one point where you see everyone on the ground except Bruce and the Joker, mm-hmm. and it's this weird, almost like symmetry, right? Where, where mm-hmm. they're moving around each other. It's just a beautiful, yeah, be- beautifully shot scene, yeah. But when Bruce leaves Wayne Manor and Vicky's following him, yeah, he's in like a fucking Chevy Chevelle. No, that's Vicky is in that. He's in a shitty car too. Oh, I didn't even notice that. It's like a black. Like I wrote, that's Bruce Wayne's car. That's the that's the disguise car. Oh my god, it, it's his uh, matches Malone. Car. Oh, so yeah, he goes to he goes to uh, not shitty. crime alley, right? Because if it was when Vale gives the coordinates yep. of it, find out what's so special about the alley at Pearl and Phillips Streets. The problem is that's hey, not an intersection. Yeah, and also he should have gone Pearl and Phillips by Vicky. That's crime, crime alley. alley. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, and in this, um, when we see it later. They don't cut down an alley. They're gunned down in front of the theater. Mm-hmm. So, again, you know, kind of tinkering with canon, right? Well, it's definitely tinkering because Joe Chill is not Jack Napier. Sure, sure, sure. They condense, right? They condense. They t- take the single, two and put them together, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. There's something in that geography. She kind of notes that. Now we see Joker's at Axis Chemicals. He's overseeing this run of chemicals, and it's a great little bit. He's got chemicals that he's poisoned, but none of them are lethal by themselves. It's yeah, only in yeah. combination. Yeah. And there's a wonderful progression from a- The newscasters? The newscasters. So <laughs> Beck, poor Becky, poor uh-huh. Becky, starts laughing uncontrollably. Candy and Amanda, the two uh, models that are killed. Yes. Those pictures, are those them dead? Because they're jokerized. They are jokerized. Yeah. Um, oh, you know what? I didn't notice. Stand- Where do they come from? Do they have... They, they're just they, pictures. It they're almost the looks first- like they're mug shots. Got it. But they're them as, as jokers. It's very preliminary photoshopping. It's, whoa, yeah, yeah. boy. I was like, oh, wait, did we just prop these dead corpses up and be like okay no because don't they do the thing like where you take 
almost like the jib jab videos. Like you take oh, the no, no, job no, that, and that's you, that's the Joker commercial. Love that Joker. I, I'm oh. talking when oh, when the their news death is, is announced. Got it, got it, got it. Yeah, I didn't. Re- I don't remember that. Yeah, yeah. All right. So, so Joker cuts in. Explain. Kind of the commercial for Smiley. I know what you're saying. Where can I get these fine new items? Well, that's the gang. Chances are. You bought him already. <laughs> Love that what he doesn't say is that by themselves, they're harmless. You have to mix them to, to die, which, of course, Batman. The And I liked the little nod. We've talked about this in the past. We get to see it mainly happens off stage, but we he see Batman as detective because he comes up with the list. Here's mm-hmm. what they are, and it's the combination. Like He figures that out. Though, why... <laughs> Why didn't when when uh, Vicky calls to say that she's going to be late to the museum? Yeah. Why didn't Bruce know that she didn't have a date? Because Joker. No, I'm saying his reaction is. Sir, a message from Miss Vale. She'll be ten minutes late in meeting you at the museum. Okay, fine. Thank you. Wait a minute, Alfred. I'm not meeting her today. You know what? Because this person doesn't know how to be a real person in the world. If it was a tactical situation as Batman, his his senses are up, he's got it. The problem is it's in this space this social interaction space Vicky's that he doesn't know. Yeah, yeah, oh, okay. he he doesn't know how to be a per- he doesn't know how to date. He's like this is all foreign to him. So, yeah, he doesn't have that instinctive. Right. So, we went back and now we're at the museum. This is the part of the movie where uh, Kim Basinger just screams for the rest yeah, of the movie, pretty that's much. Right. Joker shows up. He's obsessed with her. He brings in Alicia, who has been transformed mm-hmm. as yeah. part of his art. Batman bursts in to rescues. Yeah, they flee. He kind of fat shames Vicky. How much do you weigh? About 108, I think. That's not what it is. He's doing the math. He knows what his grapple will lift. But then when it doesn't, when they land later, he goes... You weigh a little more than 108. He doesn't care that she... It's because, listen... I was doing that. If you were 108, we would have gotten to the room. I was doing fast math, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, 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 absolutely. So we see the Batmobile, and I love this. So the Tumblr has become iconic, right, because of the Nolan. But I love this Batmobile. I actually... You know what my favorite Batmobile is? Is Snyder. Oh, okay. Because it's a mix of It's a mix of Tumblr and the Tumblr. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. It's cool. This one just... I don't know. Like, parts of it are cool, but... I, Watching it be chasing, and I'm like, the so grapple this I don't going, care about. So it 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 does a 90 degree angle because, because the thing the couldn't turn any other way. Sure, sure. They well, literally had to put that in there so they could turn it. But even that, the speed it's going, like the other cars, oh, it's like going like 20 miles out. an right. hour. Well, right, right, but it, well, it's faster in the in the story, right? It's in the story, faster. but they it's all, they very all, clear, like. So I think the, the top speed in this thing was 40 miles an hour. So I don't care about that. What I love, I love the armor. Oh, I love yeah. oh, shields yeah. up. I, this like very, uh-huh. again, H.R. Geiger. It's got this almost yeah, like it's organic the, it's scales. scales. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's pretty cool. Batman hands Vicky the grapple as they're going up and it stalls because mm-hmm. she weighs more than the weight. that He knew what the weight the hook could bring up. She's more than that. He gives it to her. He drops. The fall knocks him, basically knocks him out for a minute. The goons come out. Does it, or does he know he doesn't have sure footing and he's faking? I think he's, oh, I think oh, he's no. faking the he's whole out, time. He's out because he never would have let them lift. He they they lift his mask, and Vicky takes the the picture. But then he that's pops why he right recovers. up from the. Oh, you think he's recovered from the flash? The snap, yeah, the oh, okay. snap of the flash. Okay. Yeah. Otherwise, yeah. Otherwise, 
he's not letting them get near the face. Like the second they reach in for the face, you're like, well, now this wrist is mine. You're fucked, right? Mm-hmm. Like he's not letting them act because they actually lift. Oh yeah, they get on like they lifted enough that if she, they knew what Bruce Wayne, if looked she like, had a was, telephoto lens, uh-huh. she's got oh, a picture shit, of Bruce that's Wayne. Bruce Wayne, yeah. Um, so that happens. Uh, there's a funny bit in the. Oh no! Hang on. They go to the Batcave. They go to the Batcave. Uh, he cosmies her. He totally fucking co- with a weird swoop. Like we just see the cape come up, uh-huh. and then she wakes up in her apartment, reaches to her boob, and now no subtlety. So the Joker is pissed at this point. He is out for vengeance, and the only way he can figure out how to do it is to destroy the kill 200th, the motherfucking Batman. Kill the Batman, but also the way he's going to do it is hijack the 200th anniversary of Gotham. The festival, right. And yep. he is going to uh, release how much money? 30? 20 million. 20 million. Yep. 20 million there. So, I mean, we can kind of just skip to that part of the yeah. film. I mean, there's the whole bit where Joker... Sh- so, Bruce... So, again, I feel like this is early career because he's trying to figure out, can he be Bruce and Batman? Right. He goes to Vicky's apartment, to tr- and he's going to tell her. Mm-hmm. And it's a funny scene. Oh, right. We cannot skip the scene because this has my least favorite moment in the entire oh, film. Oh, okay. You know what happened to this guy, Jack? Made mistakes. And then he had to... His lights out! Now you want to get nuts? Come on! Let's get nuts. But nah, see, big fat no on that. Okay, so my take on that because he first picks up the silver tray. On he's her. trying to provoke them. I know. Yeah, and he's he's doing the man without no na- the man with no name. He's doing the Marty McFly. But my problem <laughs> with it is is that it is the it's too Beetlejuice. It's certainly the only moment in this film when he looks like that. But I it I take like, that as he's trying like, to. You want to get nuts? Come on. Let's get nuts. That's fair. That is fair. That's Beetlejuice. But but again, I feel like that is to force the confrontation to which which again, I don't know like what's the plan after that. Like I'll get shot and then he'll leave because he shot me. And take Vicky with him. Yeah, I mean it's it's, it's it, that one's a little clunky. That one's a little clunky. It, he shoots him and they get him to shoot him so that he can say you Ever dance with the devil in the pale moonlight? Because he heard it when Jack kid, killed his, sure. So it triggers that. That's the only reason it's there. It's just kind of shitty screenwriting, in my it's, opinion. It's a weird scene because I don't yeah. know where. I don't know what the motivation was. It's like, so forced to get that line in there. Yeah, that it's obvious that Bruce's Bruce, plan doesn't make sense. Yeah, Bruce was clearly trying to force that confrontation, but I don't sure. know what his plan was on the backside of that confrontation, mm-hmm. right? Because Joker and his men don't know that Bruce is in the apartment. So, w- like, is that his best choice? Like revealing himself. And then getting shot and pretending he's dead, like I don't, know. I don't know. I, that, uh, yeah, it's it's weird. It's it's problematic. All right, so then we get the flashback. Right. So this one I stopped to make sure I grabbed it. So they are outside the Monarch Theater. Mm-hmm. It's not Mask of Zorro. Did it say Footloose Frenzy? I, I first of all, it's not incredibly clear. I looked that up. I don't see any reference that that was like a film or a musical or any kind of actual property. Damn. It looks like it says Footloose Frenzy. In a weird graphic style on the post. Footloose Frenzy. Yeah, like, right? It's not a real thing. So then I almost wonder, like, what's the point if it's not a real thing? Why not make it the Mark of Zorro? Yeah, exactly. So that just feels weird. Yeah. Um, It's Tim Burton being weird. Yeah. Now we see Vicky in the Batcave. So clearly Alfred has let her in. Yeah, right? Again, he's doing good. She wants to love him, but he's got to go to work to meet the Joker. It's time to suit up. We see this iconic shot. Um, of his very carefully illuminated eyes, right? The band oh, yeah, the, of light across. Yeah, the, it's got it was a in name. a million marketing. 
but it's also it's got a well, name that, when that they shot. do that kind of. And it, the light takes just a second too long to turn on. Oh, really? Because he turn he stands up very awkwardly because he couldn't move his neck at all. Sure. Uh, you see so that you want in to the turn act. your head. <laughs> so you want to be able to turn <laughs> your head. Um, <laughs> That's so good. You're, you got such a great Morgan Freeman. <laughs> Thank you. He is established as up, and then the light comes on his eyes. It's like, ooh, <laughs> we couldn't get another take on this. Just trying the timing, one, two, and spot. Like yeah. You hit your mark. Yeah, I got it. Yeah, yeah that's weird. But uh, that's the shot. There's like a million marketing Oh, sure. Shots, oh, right? It was everywhere. Yeah, yeah. Just um, like in, in the sequel, we'll get to what was everywhere for the sequel. We'll save all we'll that, save that for, for returns. Which could be, we could pull that tonight. Um, now, uh, we see the Batmobile enter the chemical factory where all the goons are arrayed. They're opening fire. It drives all the way in, huh? stops, and what? shields up. Shields up. A bomb comes Bombs up. come out. Yep. yep. And those guys are dead. Oh, they're straight up dead. So all you people out there that piss and moan about Ben Affleck's Batman killing, he did not have to kill those goons like that. He could have gotten them out of the building, cleared them out, and then blown up Axis Chemical. This is straight up motherfucking this is an, murder. This is an adaptation, right? But, but so it's an adaptation. My, an my ad- problem is, oh, is sure. everyone's like, Keaton's so much better. I'm like, he kills too. Like, I, I'm not here to shit on my Keaton. Me- my measure, right, my measure. I'm just Bat- saying, don't have a problem with one Batman that kills and praise the sure. other one that also kills. Be a, Every a single one of these sure. Batman in this series of movies kills, uh, except for Clooney. Clooney doesn't kill anybody. Oh, really? Interesting. Yeah, that because they'd gone so far into making it, it so just candy. about the toys. Yeah, yeah, sure, sure, sure. Now we're at the festival, right? So the Prince song. Oh, it's not the Bat Prince. Dance, it's trust. It's trust. Yep. Right, but basically, Bat Dance Part Two. Also, the very clear ad lib by Jack Nicholson here. And where is the Batman? He's at home, washing his tights. <laughs> so you've met him. It's very clear he's not wearing tights. It's, this it's is not Jack. the Adam West Batman. So that's the point where I noted the ADR line. As soon as Joker sees the Batwing, and I didn't write down what the line was, but that one was clearly ADR'd. When he looked up and he sees the silhouette of the Batwing in the sky, mm, yes, it was clearly like a, okay, here we are. You know, it's Winged a- battle flies through the night and finds me ready, Bob, mask. It was like a six Reb Browns right there. Um. I, I, I'm so glad that Bruce had the wherewithal to put giant fucking scissors on the bat wing it, de- to be able to kill. It's a little deuce ex machina. Oh, it's very right? deuce like, ex yeah. machina. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Joker's on a float. He's got a number of balloons. He's basically bankrolled the festival. Mm-hmm. And of course, he doesn't. Well, it's all Joker money. It's right. It's all, money, right. Yeah. So all of the balloons are equipped with the Smilex gas. Mm-hmm. They gonna... start gassing the public. They're do- you know, literally there's the shot of the guy Ooh. clutching dollars and falling dead. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Knox puts Vicky in the car and she rolls up the windows mm-hmm. as he goes to the trunk and grabs a baseball, and a a baseball bat and a, like a dusk mask. Yeah, dusk mask. <laughs> that's not going to stop that. From, he, you're stop dead. It. You're totally dead. So uh, and he starts comes going down. after the guys holding the balloons mm-hmm. to, to, get to try and get them to go up. Yeah. Batman takes them all. My absolute favorite moment, simply because Jack Nicholson and the guy playing Bob Tracy Williams are best friends. He's in this movie simply because of, because of Jack Nicholson. No way. The he stole my balloons. Why didn't somebody tell me that he had one of those things? Bob, gun. Bob hands him the gun, shoots him. 
Yeah, it's it fucking Jack. Yeah. So the Batwing comes around again. He locks in on Joker. He's firing. Oh, before missiles. the Batman comes in, he takes a moment to ET the moon. Oh, I missed. He takes the Batwing up and covers the moon to oh, make a totally bat symbol. Of course it does. Like, wait. Of course it does. So people he, are dying, <laughs> Batman. Branding. He comes around, he locks in on Joker. Joker pulls out a four-foot pistol from his pants. Mm -hmm. Uh, The shot actually damages the wing, and it crashes into the steps of this massive church, basically the Daredevil Church, the Gotham Cathedral. It's Tim Burton's wet dream cathedral. Like (laughs) This this whole end sequence is just like, this is where we see the true Burton. Sure. So he grabs Vicky Vale. He goes up to the top of the cathedral. Now, he is not thinking about... Batman. He's like Gotham City Cathedral. Transportation two. Right away, sir. Five minutes. Five minutes. Mm-hmm. He looks at the height. Better make it ten. Okay, ten minutes. So he's thinking he's fine. Mm-hmm. Batman, of course, gets out of the wreckage, follows okay, them yeah. up. So they get to the top, and we've got this wonderful kind of dual action happening in mm-hmm. very different fields. So Joker is waltzing with Vicky, and it's this very kind of macabre, grotesque. Did he drug her or something? Because she's just like so... she's like stu- yeah she she's acting like she is. Is she we prepping don't herself it. for her time with John Peters? Oh fuck! Oh that's oh that's oh, <laughs> oh I, feel, I feel dirty having laughed at that. Uh, so while Joker and Vicky are waltzing, yeah, uh, Batman fights a series of henchmen. First one is literally no effort. Barely more for the second one. The third one's a little more effort. He throws Batman into some stairs and stuff. But ultimately, Batman fucking fucking kills this guy too. Yeah. So uh, he confronts Joker. Uh, There's this whole uh, "You made me. You made me. I made. I made." Well, no. The first thing he says to him is, "You, you idiot! You made me. Remember, you dropped me into that vat of chemicals." That wasn't easy to get over. Don't think that I didn't try. Batman says to the Joker, I'm going to kill you. Is that before he says, you you killed my parents? When he does his Inigo Montoya? First he says, I'm going to kill you. And he he does the thing with the glasses. You wouldn't hit a guy with glasses. He does right out of... Oh, it's um, after the... So it's at... Yeah, yeah. Is it killing joke that they take this from? There's one punch in here that looks like he punches them in the balls. Yeah. It's right out of a yeah, it is. It's Grant Morrison, yeah, sure. it looks. I mean, he's oh, doing the exact same thing. <laughs> this whole end sequence was not written until like days before they shot it. No. So they're shooting the stuff of them going up the stairs, and Jack Nicholson hadn't gotten the pages yet, and he's like, "What, what the are fuck we doing? are we doing?" And yeah. Tim Burton had to be like, "What? We'll, we'll get to it. Let's just focus on this." He couldn't tell him that I don't know. We haven't written it yet. <laughs> So the ending is Joker. So after a little bit of an exchange, and of course this is there's this whole you know Joker says to Batman, "You made me," and Batman said, "You made me. You killed my parents. You made me first. You made me first. And then Joker's I mean, like, it's a, it's a, he's it's, like, of course. Well, that's so derivative. Like you, I say you made me. You say mm-hmm. yeah. like so that bit's funny. Well, and it's also something that they've explored in the comics and animated series a bunch. Who created who? Sure. Did Batman start dressing like a bat? Or did Bruce Wayne start dressing like a bat? So now there are all these costume hero uh, villains. It's sure, it, right? Chicken, yeah. or, it's the chicken or the egg, mm-hmm. right? How childish can you get? Huh? Joker falls over the ledge, 
and as both Batman and Vicky peer over to see in, in like almost slapstick so, comedy, he pulls, pulls them, both them down. Out. Right, and now they're hanging from their from their grip. They're hanging below. Vicky's screaming her head off. I'm at this point. I'm just like Bruce, just push her. Just you'll be <laughs> so better be off. Fine. So Joker's radioing in for the helicopter. We see his helicopter come in. They throw the ladder off. Mm-hmm. Uh, the rubber shark. Gra- oh wait, no, no, sorry, wrong Batman movie. No, so no, this is th- this Batman kills the Joker. He like, got, but it's what was his fun- end game? Uh, other than oh, I'll wrap his leg around this. Oh no, Joker's gonna die. But again, he was willing to kill Napier when he was only Napier, so he's definitely willing to kill yeah. Joker. So as Joker basically says his adieu. Grabs onto the bottom of this uh, ladder from the helicopter. Batman fires his grapple gun. One end goes around Joker's ankle. The other secures itself around a stone gargoyle. Which crumbles and breaks and falls and... I, I mean, I love Nicholson's acting as Joker realizes that he cannot hold himself on the uh-huh. other ladder. And then, of course, he drops. Yeah. Uh, End of the movie, Joker's dead. You know, Gordon comes over. There's one of those laughing bag things in yeah. his pocket. <laughs> we see, you know, Vicky walks away. Uh, There's a first yeah. Batman and Vicky fall, and he grapples. Sure. And they die because that no, no. sudden stop would kill well, them. It would totally kill them. That's it, right. it, Gwen Stacy. Yeah. It, I mean, 100%. It, it's, it's the most realistic thing comics ever did was... Gwen Stacy's death. death. Yep, that's fair. That's totally fair. I just, I wish the co- wire had had some give to, give it, to it to make it a more stretch. Re- I mean, they let, she's screaming as they fall, and they just stop, stop. for for comic effect. It stops quickly so for her to go. Oh, right. yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Was, yeah, I, I do have to point out Billy D. Williams. The I got, I got a, letter a letter from Batman. Batman. <laughs> it's like, all right, everybody. Let's applaud now, but they, but everyone's like, okay, that's great. Ability Williams sounds a little bit like Morgan. I Freeman. got a letter from Batman. <laughs> oh, okay, never mind. Yep, I hear the difference. Okay, Not Batman. All is, black people sound oh, the same. You son of a bitch! So Boom! Batman is vowing to protect the city, and of course, uh, Knox yells out from the press conference. How do we call? He gave us a signal. They flip the switch. The bat signal. Bat signal. Weird, triumphant music at the end of this movie. Those. Uh, like it's going up the the building, and it, it, right before it gets to Batman, it's like Batman's hero song is still very dark and sure. But this is like Dum. it's almost like the first time we hear his song, his theme in a major, I don't know, major key or something. But they, yeah, there's a little, really, there's a little tweak to it. It's to make jarring. It yeah. yeah. Of and, course, Vic, you know, Alfred meets Vicky. She gets mm-hmm. in the car. Bruce, you know, Master Bruce said he'd be along shortly. And, of course, you know, it ends with the shot of Batman silhouetted against the Gotham skyline mm-hmm. with the symbol on the top. Mm-hmm. And, and moving. 
So that was a movie. Again, I like that movie. All right. So let's all right, let's let's get right into it. Okay, Casey. Yeah. Who is your MVP? Most valuable performer. Bob. No. I'm no, I'm kidding. kidding. <laughs> First of all, how dare you? <laughs> it's uh, uh it's Nicholson. Now again, my favorite Bruce, it's Keaton for me. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Who is your favorite character? So this one I appreciate what Ledger did. Even mm-hmm. Jared Leto was interesting, but mm. it's it's the Joker. Mm. Is it? Yeah, it's the Joker. Okay, yeah. Casey, who? What is the best scene? Uh, it's the it's the my balloons, Bob, <laughs> gun. <laughs> That's pretty good. Uh, it's just it's it's that sick side of the Joker that sure the truth for lack of of the script or maybe Nicholson not reading up enough about the Joker. He plays the Joker more of a gangster. Yeah, when he's a true psychopath. And right? yeah. and that is like a psycho move. Sure. To just sure. be like, ah, my. That Bob was his number one a minute mm-hmm. ago. Yeah. You. My number one. I love that he's doing a Jack Palance impression. Uh, yeah. I think for me, because again, I like this. I like when Bruce is trying to tell Vicky and he doesn't yeah. know how to interact with a person in the real world. I like that. I do like when she goes to answer the door. He finally is like, I'm bad. Right. He finally gets it out. Yeah, yeah. What would be one scene you would cut? Boy, I got to be honest with you. Knowing that it doesn't go anywhere later on, I almost feel like anything with the mayor and Harvey Dent doesn't really matter. So you would have been fine to lose it. That clearly wasn't the intent in this movie. But again, with the they were setting him up to be yeah, they yeah. were setting up Dent to be something. I sure, mean, but it didn't go anywhere. So. If they knew they weren't, I would say the that the second scene where they're explaining they're gonna uh, when he's already the Joker. Yep. Oh no, it's it. Yeah, it's a third scene where he's like you know the mask. The, they're one of th- those Bob and Joker. Mm-hmm. The just yeah, the two go. of them in the lair. Yeah, that's fair. Um, that's fair. That could just be them looking at the paper again. Sure. Sure. Uh, I would say the scene I would cut would probably be, you want to get nuts? Oh, Let's yeah. Get nuts. Okay. Okay. Because he could still say those lines and have it be like he could have broken the thing and to make it even more creepy, could have broken and gone, you want to get nuts? Like almost gone down Come with on. it. Yeah. Let's get nuts. Okay. He just goes too big for me in that moment. Okay. Uh, that's fair. Casey, yeah. who is the actor having the most fun? It's Jack Nicholson. It's Jack Nicholson, clearly. Because yeah. he must have had some sort of psychic or something. Cause he, but like, he had to sit through makeup. So forget even like sure. white or the pancake color, but just oh. the rictus grin. Do you know what we didn't talk about? No. When he is talking with the um, the gangsters and he wipes his brow. I love that. Yeah. Do you know how they did that? Because he has white makeup on the... That's what I thought, too. He actually wipes off. He what? So he had he had a layer of white. And he had then a, a layer, layer of, of white. Pancake. He had glycerin spray over it. Then they put on the powder, and what was on the rag took out just, just took the off the cake makeup. But it didn't take the white. Yes, that's fascinating. I mean, that's kudos. pretty good. Instead of doing, for right, I, I thought it was, it was just, just white on mm-hmm. the yeah. Oh, because the way good. he's holding it, but the way he's holding it that way, sure. is because it's got the other material. Interesting. It's oh. it's still an awesome. That's effect. pretty cool. All right, so Casey, the Rotten Tomato score for this movie was a 71%. Mm-hmm. How do you rate this movie? A 71. 90%. Whoa! Again, the gateway to the modern superhero movie. Sure. You know, Howard the Duck ah. and Superman 4 to this. Come on. I just think Light, there's so many speed. things that are... 
now, sure. I mean, if this but came even out then, today, like this wasn't the stuff. This yeah. isn't Batman. Like eighty nine. Yeah, um, yeah. I, I see where you're coming from. Uh, Dad's breakdown. No, not for my kid. You know, Joker is definitely... So this Joker is menacing and scary, not because of how he looks, or but he's... I mean, certainly the whole thing with the art victims, and I mean, he's clearly going for the psychopathic uh, villain. So you definitely better know your kid. It's it, that I feel like this is a kid-by-kid basis. Absolutely. I mean, this is... It's not hard PG-13 where it's like... Uh, a fuck away from being R. Sure. But it's it's mild to moderate PG-13. That's fair. Yeah, I think yeah. we need another grade system. I think we need something between PG and PG-13, and then we need something between PG-13 and R. Like, Canada has one that's, uh, they've got uh, 14. Yep. It's their PG-13. And then there's like a 16, and but, then there's an 18. Well, should it just be that the R comes down and the NC-17 doesn't mean porn? Is that what it should be? Hmm. Like, R is I mean, restricted, but NC-17 is a hard line. Like, no, if you're not, if you're below 17, we're not letting you in. Right. R would be with discretion, you know. I mean, yeah, all those yeah. are parental guide. Well, restricted is R, but parental sure. guidance. But R, you can get in. If you're under 17. As long as you have, you a, have a parent a, or guardian. A, yeah. NC-17 is no, doesn't matter if your mom's there, you're not coming in. Right. So, yeah. Okay. So, Casey, we're at a special time in the night. And now it's time to pick the next movie from Thor's Helmet. Uh, so Who, Whose fucking turn is it? Uh, it's either. So, your wife pulled this one because she didn't know what Burton verse meant. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, we're like, oh, we'll explain it to you. <laughs> so, uh, why don't you pull it? Why, right. don't you, why don't you go ahead and pull DCEU? We'll watch Suicide. Fuck you. All right. Here we go. Listen. MCU, it's Thor, and we get to talk about Valhalla's finest. <clears throat> don't be, don't be Howard the Duck. Don't be Howard the Duck. Don't be Howard the Duck. It's fucking Thor. Is it MCU? <laughs> yes, it totally is. Yes, yes. Oh, we we don't even we don't even have to watch it. I fucking nah, yeah, but let's watch that trailer. Okay. It's not easy to do what you did. You made my man look like a bunch of minimum wage mall cops. That's hurtful. Would you like to tell me where you received your training? Afghanistan? Chechnya? Who are you? I have sacrificed much to achieve peace. Arrogance and stupidity, you have opened these peaceful realms and innocent lives to the horror and devastation of war. You are a vain, greedy, cruel boy. And you are an old man and a fool! You're unworthy! Father. And now take from you your power. And I cast you out! This is Earth, isn't it? Where did it come from? Your ancestors called it magic. And you call it science. I come from a place where they're one and the same. 
disobeyed his king. His fate is in his own hands now. I will end this. Oh, God. I... Can, we, can we talk about... Do you know why Natalie Portman is in this movie? Because of Kenneth Branagh. Yes. Yes. Fuck. Uh, so... There's some fun almost casts in this that I'm sure you know some of. So this movie... Uh, we you were, saw this we movie saw together. together. But not, not, not it... intentionally together. Mm-hmm. And you heard my wife audibly and... gasp when we saw sh- his fucking kitchen table of a back. <laughs> Yeah, that fucking slab. This is also the introdu- of, introduction of Hawkeye. It is. That's that right. That was a reshoot. Was that a reshoot? Uh, it was a pickup. It wasn't a reshoot reshoot, but it was a pickup, yeah. I fucking love this movie. I do, too. Oh, it's Yay. such a fun movie. Thor. But it is funny to look back at it now and see like the, the frosted, like almost like frosted hair. Oh, like the, beard. The, 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 the eyebrows I, and the beard. Look horrible. Fucking, you that's the go. thing I'm going to cut. Gotta go. I'll tell you now. Yeah, that's right, yeah. Oh my god! Because so you've good. got a beautiful man like Chris Hemsworth. Yes. Don't make him look like fucking oh Santa Claus. Oh my god! It's, a, it's Tom Hiddleston. It's Loki. There's so much good stuff in here. Oh, Casey! Yay! Hey. It's not Suicide Squad. So this that'll be episode 38. We've got two more. You know, what we could end the season with we have an Avengers. Off- oh, it could be Avengers. If I we was pull thinking, two more MCUs, I was thinking we pull something off for the next one. God, I'm a food off. Then the next one would be Captain America if we if we had a spacer. So it's so we it's can either end way. It, it could be it could be good. First Avenger, or if we could end the oh season with if we. So it took us a season and a half before <laughs> we got to an MCU. <laughs> if we end season two with Captain America, the first Avenger, I, you'll I. Yeah, I'm, I know. I'm getting I'm getting a little excited right now. Like <laughs> we're so close okay. to your hero. Oh a good movie with your hero. Oh, but we wa- come on. I watched that 79. That wasn't I on. watched it too, buddy. And then we watched And then we watched, then we watched, then we watched that too soon. One for, for a 90 second review. Oh, hey Casey. Hey I'm buddy. I'm okay with where we're at. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, uh, wow, Casey. Uh Yeah, what do we got? <laughs> it's social media posts. Oh, yeah, so, sure, Todd, do that. Yes. where can people find you on social media should they wish to find you and should you wish to be found? That's a great question. So I Thanks, write buddy. about a variety of topics, both geeky and non, at my website, which is tmpinsyr.com. Also on Twitter and Instagram with the handle at tmpinsyr. Casey, where yes. can people find you on the interwebs should you wish to be found? On Instagram, I can be found at not.ryancasey. And on Twitter, a little easier. Not Ryan Casey. You can also email us at superpodherocast at gmail.com because... Only Cap writes letters. Tony. Go head over and check us out at patreon.com slash TSPHC. The middle movie in this uh, week-long adventure we've done uh-huh. was an April-themed holiday movie. Yes. Uh, actually, if you look at it now, you can see it. It's already out, yeah. It's already out. So Rise of the Guardians, Easter. That was fun. Mm-hmm. Much better choice than Last Temptation of the Christ. We had a lot of fun recording that one. But check us out. You know, throw in a couple bucks and just say, hey, I support these guys. Mm-hmm. Hit us at the $5 level. You unlock a number of bonus episodes. Yeah. Hit us at that $10 level. We have reached out to those folks. They have shaped the direction of the podcast. There's good, cool stuff it's happening. the reason we had uh, Under the Red Hood in our mainstream uh, as an episode, so... Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we 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 fucked around with the uh, pulling of that was things, a, and we have been not rewarded. A theatrical release, yeah, that was you cool. know we did that, and then there was something else that we did different this season. 
Yeah, yeah. It's, it's been cool. So, we yeah. We get yeah. to watch fucking Thor. I haven't seen this movie in three or four years. Right? Yeah. Also, head over to Facebook.com slash SuperPodHeroCast. So that is much more of just kind of our general geekery, right? Mm-hmm. So we put up some stuff, uh, put up something the other day about the different Captain Marvels, because there's yeah. three of them, if you don't know that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, that's kind of a broader stuff, interact with us. So we do some polls. Mm-hmm. Um, feel like we, need, we need to do a poll. We need yeah. to do a poll, yeah. So we'll think about that. Um, but again, thank you for listening to us. This is a labor of love for us. We appreciate it. Mm-hmm. If you like these episodes, we'd love to beg a favor. Turn one turn somebody on to this uh, this podcast that mm-hmm. doesn't know about us and then wherever you get your podcasts and if that's apple itunes great but wherever you get your podcasts leave us a five-star review that helps with the uh, search algorithms and makes us pop up faster absolutely so casey holy cow that right. was a movie and we're gonna continue a tradition of doing mcu movies i guess uh, I mean, season two is all about the mcu wow okay we're almost through phase one. Uh, yes, crazy. I mean that wouldn't be that wouldn't be horrible if we did Cap and then ended season two with Avengers. I mean, but you know what would happen? Someone would call us out and say, I, the, "Oh, how convenient!" These are totally yeah. They're t- I it's mean, random. It's random pulls. All right, all right. So that'll do it for the Super Pod Hero Cast for this week. For Todd Panic, I'm Casey Ryan. For Casey Ryan, I'm Todd Panic, and I've been your moderator, Bob Brown. Be, be heroic. heroic. So happy! I gotta tell Aubrey. We, uh, if she doesn't, she probably won't join us. We'll definitely get a snippet from her. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) maybe maybe we'll get that a reenactment of that gasp. (laughs) Okay. All um, right. So we're episode thirty-seven. We got three more after this. If we can just survive this fucking month, I swear (laughs) to God, such a treat is unknown in the colonies. Yeah, that was like Andy Daly before. uh, It's right over there. It's like. Andy Daly before he was Andy Daly. Anybody, yeah. He was just that dude. Yeah. And oh. you find that a lot on uh, on The Office. Yeah, you yeah. You go back and you're like, well, oh, yeah. you are. Uh, Amy Adams, early. She's the purse saleswoman that Jim dates. Jim goes on a couple days with. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. Uh, so we were just at the episode last night where Michael leaves. And he's like, he's leaving. He's like, wait, the actor's leaving the series? I go, well, they've been, they've been setting up that he's leaving. Like, how's he going to be at the office if he's in Colorado? He's like... He's leaving? <laughs> it was funny. Oh, oh goon. <laughs> uh, so we watched the scene where they sing the song from Rent. Something, so we watched it, and then I stopped. And I, and I said, now let's watch this again. I said, now I want you to know when they started this scene, the, the actor, Steve Carell, didn't know that they were going to sing. I said, so I want you to watch his face as they start singing. And something's he, happening. And it, 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 yeah, and then when he tears up, I'm like, and then I'm like, why am I crying? It's not my goodbye. <laughs> so, I listen so to. Of course, uh, he has no idea that he comes back for the finale. You I came. I That's what she, she said. said. <laughs> I don't know what we're gonna watch when we're done with that. All right, let's get into it because I want to drink Parks more and, of this beer. Parks and Rec. Yeah, yeah, we could. Yeah, well, yeah. I say this as someone who's never watched it. Oh, these are Danny's notes. Oh, okay. I recognize this. Oh, she might need these. Oh, you better bring those back. <laughs> oh. This is not. This that's is not super pop- bullshit. Oh, that's not good. There we go. There we go. All right. We'll just. Uh, yeah, just uh, don't look uh, at those. Cut, okay. cut, cut all that. I'm just going to strategically place it in the house somewhere. And be yeah. like, oh, there it is. There it is, honey. Right under the coffee. Yeah, right there. It wasn't. It wasn't in my bag for no. the last two weeks. No. No. I got to see them put a double wall tank together. That was cool. That was thirty thousand gallon tank. That's I mean, a lot of beer. The- <laughs> It's a lot of beer. Our tanks don't hold beer. <laughs> oh, could they hold beer?
No. No. <laughs> they are not sanitary. <laughs> oh, no. Everything's lining up against us tonight. Just shut up. Let us record. I thought that's what you were going to say. Hey, yeah, just shut, shut the, the fuck, fuck up. up. Yeah. I am vengeance. I am the... Wait, let me, let me do... I am vengeance. I am the knight. I am Batman. That, that was, was pretty good. Thank yeah. you. So, uh, for Grissom. Yep. Crime Lord. Yep. Lard, crime, crime Lord. Crime Lord. Yeah. Crime Lord. Crime Crime. I keep saying crime. Crime, crime Lord Carl Grissom. <laughs> you want to clean take without yeah. hitting the mic? Uh, crime Lord Carl Grissom. Good motherfucker. Carl. Welcome Carl. to Carl. Carl. I find Carl. 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 For Vicky Vale. <laughs> it's fucking, it's, we'll it's where it lives now. <laughs> I live here now. I can't hear Vicky Vale without thinking of Bat Dance. Vicky Vale. You do an entire podcast on bat dance. Remember, I remember yeah. specifically the first time I saw that video, and I went, "What the hell's happening?" Yeah, <laughs> why is he half Joker, half Batman? It's a little bit bonkers. You are fat. You are so fat. Oh my God, you've gotten fat. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> oh my God, Bob. <laughs> oh my God, Bob. You've gotten fat. So fat. Um, you got such a great Morgan Freeman. <laughs> thank you. Shoot this motherfucker. Yeah. That was pretty good too. I thank like you. that one. Yeah.